What's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 32. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? My hands are dirty, Fred. Oh? I had to get them dirty tonight. Uh-oh. Right before this show. Right before the show. Do you remember, we've talked about this many times, but... uh so we we've talked about how when it comes to critters that invade your space, <laughs> this yeah, is a pet peeve put, of yours. You, you you have to put your foot down. You got to let them know mm-hmm. whose area this is. And and last winter or whatever, I can't remember when it was colder weather, but I remember I had to uh, put the the smack down in my basement <laughs> in, in Claire House, and yeah. it's been peaceful. We've all been living a peaceful life since then until. Yesterday, oh boy! Uh, when my daughter came down out back, I was out back cutting some wood up with with the boy. Uh, gotcha, man. You know, manly stuff, chainsaws and stuff. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And my stepdaughter came down, came out into the woods crying, Fred, crying. My baby girl, oh, no, thirteen-year-old, incredibly wimpy baby girl, <laughs> I love so much, who cries over most things. Uh huh. Balling that there was a mouse mm. uh, under her bureau that ran out, mm. looked at her, and ran back. Gave her the finger, and then <laughs> and then I said to myself, "It's finally happened. My stepdaughter is a crazy person because no mouse would dare step foot in my house again, especially not upstairs in the nice, clean bedrooms with a well occupied and lit up." And, you know, mice stay in the basement, Fred. Right. Come up to where the people hang out. Right. Especially my daughter, who just pretty much spends all day in her room on TikTok. So I can see where the mouse might have thought there was no one home, <laughs> but the house is empty. <laughs> As they sit like a statue and just uh, look at their phone. But, uh, and I honestly said to myself, because, uh, you know, we've talked to my stepdaughter. She she has anxiety and other issues. And, and she sometimes tends to invent new things to be like uh roadblocks in her life sure and said, sure and i said to my wife i said i don't think there's a mouse i mean there's no signs of a mouse up there why would there be a mouse up in one of the the bedrooms you know mm-hmm. so i put out i put out i had to put out glue trap which is not my favorite things you know what i mean no because when you find them that's I, don't, brutal. I don't yeah I don't, I don't like them but listen, it had to be done. And then uh, we were leaving tonight to go do a family thing. I said, oh, let me uh, just check out of this beer real quick. Hmm. And I shunned my light under there, and the trap wasn't there. And my first thought was like, who took the trap? And then I shunned it over, and it had ran with the trap. Hmm. And it was like on the other side of the room staring at me. And it scared the shit out of me. And then I had <laughs> that to- would. Um, That would. For the record, that totally would to yeah. me too. <laughs> Which also meant- it was a big enough mouse uh, to run with a trap on its back. Right. So, uh, anyways, unfortunately, I, I had to, you know, do the main thing and, and put the thing down and then go have a family night. But uh, listen, it's unacceptable, Fred. They've they've come up to the second mm. floor. They're being bold. Yes. Yeah. They're being bold, and uh, I, had to, I had to do that. Um, Should have left it in the hallway while you went to your family. <laughs> Show the other ones. Show my cat what a failure he is. <laughs> Look at this. 
Look what I had to do because you can't do it. You know, um, real quick, and this is only going to invoke thoughts for those who have seen it. But mm-hmm. anytime people talk about a sticky trap, um, I'm reminded of uh, A Nightmare in Elm Street. I believe it's part, it's part five. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. I believe this is the one. It might be Part 4, but I'm pretty sure it's 5. Um, but there is... Uh, no? No shit. Is it Dream Warriors? No, Dream Warriors is the one everyone saw with Dawkins in the beginning. And actually, I was on Scarcasm last night, and they'll be releasing that soon. And we talked about Dream Warriors. Somehow, whenever you talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, that's the one that comes up, because that's the one everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Um but four and five kind of bleed together, and the reason why is it's the same protagonist. She, it's Alice. She's the same lead in both, and um, her boyfriend's in both, and they have a set of friends that is ritualistically killed by Freddy Krueger in both. But the scene I'm referring to is there is a girl who's a hard body. Uh, this was an 80s term, if you're not familiar with it, with people who would usually wear spandex, sometimes an exterior thong with leggings on uh-huh. uh, underneath that. Um uh-huh. And would work out all the time. Like, they live their lives by exercise. It's actually coming back as a trend. Anyway, girl's pretty ripped, um, and uh, she hates bugs. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, for her nightmare sequence, she's lifting weights and um, uh, accidentally has an injury where she, like, rips her, her arm and mm-hmm. uh, revealed underneath is a bug, and she slowly mm-hmm. starts getting torn apart uh, as she realizes the ground is all the stickiness from like a sticky trap, and then it zooms out, and Freddy Krueger's got her in a sticky trap. It's really kind of a terrifying scene if you have uh, don't like bugs, don't like sticky traps, or ever thought you could become a bug, mm-hmm. um, but, but it's an effective scene nonetheless. Uh, hmm. So you can take that and run with it. There you go. I'm sure there's a YouTube clip if somebody wants to look it up instead of watching the movie itself. Um, don't bother writing in. Not that any of you would. Uh, yeah, I, no. I, I know which one it is. I'll, I'll see it and be like, it was number five or it was number four. I mm-hmm. just forget which one it is. Mm. Starting to feel like it's number four more. Mm-hmm. Starting to feel like it. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. No, it might be five. <laughs> anyway. Is it, am I... Was there? What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. Was there one with one with a bug in a, a spider's web, and Freddy Krueger was like on that head was on a spider, and they were going, "Help me, help me!" Am I making that up? What's that from? That's from something, isn't it? That's from something. That is definitely from something, and it might be Nightmare on Elm Street. But if it is, what is it? It might not be. But that's it's bug not you from. Yeah. Help me. Shit. Right? Yeah. That's from yeah. something. No, you're not oh, crazy. Really. <laughs> well, anyways, I don't but... know that that's in a Nightmare on Elm Street one, though. It might not. We'll figure it out. It was definitely not in one through five, and it was not in New Nightmare, which means it might have been in Freddy's Dead, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't in Freddy's Dead. Fun fact Brecken Meyer of yeah. um, various movies fame. <laughs> Clueless? Sure. Sure. We'll he's give him that one. Dude. He's a skinny dude. I believe I believe his premiere role was Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six, where uh, to bring it back to video games trees, he is mm-hmm. killed by Freddy Krueger uh, using a, uh, in a he's in a video game, a Nintendo esque oh. game, and Freddy Krueger has a controller on his uh, glove, which he calls the Power Glove, and they make mm-hmm. a Nintendo joke about that. So, mm. 
It's fun times. It's good times. <laughs> so, but, but listen, you know, no one likes to be. It's tough. No one. It's tough. I don't want to be the merchant of death and then have to come down here right away. No. Beyond, no. but you have to do. You got to man up and do do what you got to do. You it's know? true. It's true. But otherwise, in that. So, I mean, how long did it take you to put the mouse's head on a pike and put it in the basement for all the other mice to oh, see? Because that's when I leave a message. I skin them. Oh, there you go. There you go. Spread them out. <laughs> I raised a banner of the, of the flayed. Hang them upside down, predator style. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bleached a skull. I have a line of my skull, skulls down here on my podcast. Your desk. throne? Yeah. yeah. I wear them to work around my neck. And... <laughs> um, no, but, you know, busy week, though, Fred. It was a busy week for me. Uh, it was my birthday weekend. Congrats. I happy. guess. At a certain age, it is what it is. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Kid, I guess how old, Fred? I'm a lot older, I bet, than, uh, well, we have an older listener base anyway, so. I think I know your age, but mm-hmm. I think I might also botch it because I get you and Eli's ages mixed up a lot. And who's older? Who I mean, who is he? I believe Eli and you are. I believe Eli is younger than you. Okay. Barely. Barely. If I were to guess, are you forty-five? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Okay. Yeah. I am. I am knocking okay. on fifty. Knocking on 50's door, which is odd because people listening might say, he don't sound like a 47. He don't act like a 47-year-old. And that is true. No, you do not. I'm in a neighborhood where I'm out and about a lot. And I'm around people younger than me. And I think they're old men. And I go, (laughs) and I I say this to people. I'm like, "Do do I look like that? Like, maybe I think I look young. And they're like, no. No, you look uh, you look pretty good for your age. Uh, they look bad for their age. So you put those two factors. <laughs> there you go. I say it all the time, though. I'm just like, I don't, I still feel like I did, like, you know, when I played games when I was like 20. You know? Yeah, you would, you look young in the face. I feel like I look older in the face, but I'm like, uh, I, I dress younger and I'm in like, I'm not out of shape. And I think mm-hmm. those two things help my case to look younger. Mm-hmm. But um, you you want to know how you can tell when you're uh, in your forties, Fred? How's because that? you get a you get your birthday present, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, uh, my wife does this all the time. She does it with Christmas and birthdays. Is that she has some phobia about getting you the present you want? <laughs> she will avoid anything you want. Or ask for or mention like the plague uh-huh. can get you something totally different. And then when mm. you go, Oh, I thought I was getting this, and she's and she'll go, Oh, I didn't know you really wanted that. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing when you, you know, I, I told her that she broke the streak. She was the first woman, first person in my life since I was 10 years old that broke the streak of getting me a video game for Christmas. I think every ah. Christmas since I was 10 years old, I always got a video game. Always. From somebody. Even mm-hmm. 
your family, and then after your family, right, it's either like a girlfriend or somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and then wife. And I think every year I got an Assassin's Creed for the longest mm. time of my first marriage because that was that whole stretch where Assassin's Creed came out like every year. Yes. And then uh, my wife, I believe I asked for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. I want to say. And uh, nothing. I asked for two games. Nothing. This was like the year before last. Didn't mm. get any, anything. And I was really baffled. And I said, congratulations. You broke like, you know, the 30, 35 the streak. year streak of me getting something I want. <laughs> Apparently I've hit this age where you don't get what you want. So uh, this, this, this birthday, uh, I woke up. And they get me a gift, right? Okay. And uh, it was two pairs of cargo shorts. There you go. And that was it. Lots of pocket space. That's what I got. And I, I, cr- I cry foul on this one because they already bought me these two pairs of cargo shorts. They got me the wrong size. <laughs> so really all they did was go back to the store. And swap them out. Get the right size. It then gave it to me as a birthday present. You know, in COVID, that's a risky endeavor. I guess. <laughs> they could have risked it, though. I would risk their life for a better than to pay the cargo shorts. Um, Although, I should let you know that my wife has never gotten me video games. Really? Do you ask never. for them, though? I think she tells me not to. Like, she, she goes, well, don't you- tell yeah, she I can goes, see Don't that, tell me though. video games. She does get me adjacent stuff. Like, she got me the Witcher books and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but cool. she's never gotten me um, actual video games. She does on occasion get me movies, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my wife will pull that Homer Simpson move, right? You remember, like... Um, <laughs> the bowling ball? Yeah. She'll <laughs> do gets that. Marge a bowling ball, yeah. She'll, she'll do that. She'll, she'll buy me, like, a Mida saw. There you go. Which, which is so I can... Do stuff for the house. Yo, mm-hmm. build stuff for her. She'd buy me like a jigsaw. And I'd be like, oh, okay. I guess I'm uh, building something. Um, so this year, though, I asked for, I sent her a text, right? Okay. It was a link to uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it was the pre order for Lego Mandalorian, uh, the Razor's Crest ship. Mm-hmm. Right? It was an Amazon exclusive. It came out like September 2nd. My birthday is September 6th. And this was back in like July or something, right? Or August. And I said, uh, hey, just saying, uh, this comes out my birthday week. It's an Amazon exclusive, the pre-order. Here's the uh, link. Again, uh, probably make a great gift. And uh, so we're driving in the car the other day, day before my birthday. And all my friends are getting theirs in the mail. And they're all texting me pictures mm. of it. And I went, oh, honey. I said, everybody's getting their uh, their Razor's Crest today. Must be showing up. And she said, what's that? And I said, uh, it's the uh, it's a Lego set that I uh, sent you a long time ago. And she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't. We didn't. I don't. Yeah, we didn't get that. And then I thought she was bullshit because, you know, they played dumb. Yeah. So then on my birthday, uh, we had, you know, my, I got my cargo shorts in the morning. <clears throat> and then uh, that night we got a, uh, I got an ice cream cake. There you go. And they let my son pick it out for me. 
and he picked the Elsa frozen uh, ice cream cake. There you go. And then we had ice cream cake. <laughs> Again, people, after 40, all bets are off. All right. You're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky you even get, uh, you know, a peck on the forehead. Fuck no you. You're lucky no you one, woke up. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares after you're 40. Um, so this is all. I'm very grateful for everything. And then we finished ice cream cake and I go, here comes a, here comes a raisin's crest. All right. This is like, this is the uh, Red Rider BB gun behind the couch moment. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, she was just like, uh, you can put your dish in the sink. And I was like, I guess I am. And then that was that was it. That <laughs> so was it. I said, I said to her, you, I said, you really didn't get that, huh? And she goes, no, I told you. She goes, I, I didn't know. And I said, well, I sent you all that stuff. I thought, she goes, yeah, I know. But I, she goes, why don't you order it for yourself? So I did. So she go. let me order it, and it showed up the next day. So I have it, it in my possession. There but now go. everybody made me paranoid to open it because uh, there's a thing about there's a dispute over the copyright of the name of the ship, Riz's Crest, apparently. Okay. So they might have to change the name of the ship or change the ship for the show. But the Lego set sa- says Riz's Crest on it. So now my boy's like, you can't open that. That thing's going to... That thing's gonna go up in value if they. Oh, change you the can that. open yeah. it. That's a bunch of bullshit. So now they now they have me in the weird camp of thinking uh, ordering another one. Oh, well, and you have, could do that could. if you want. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty sweet though. It comes with a. IG I'm looking at it. Yeah, it looks. And it, it comes looks with dope. a baby baby Yoda, Lego figure. Yeah, and IG88 and a couple yeah. other guys. Yeah, it's a good IG-11, set. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good, good set. Yeah. So, anyways, Mandalorian um, looks all cute. Mm-hmm. So there was that. There was uh, put up a basketball hoop for my son. I believe last week we were talking about me building it, and it was taking me days to get yes. it finished. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So since I talked to you, it's been hit twice. Mm-hmm. My cars. Oh. Because apparently. People can't see a giant <laughs> professional ten leap, foot tall uh, metal steel basketball hoop. <gasps> um, so the neighborhood, they're all over the neighborhood because we live in like a little turnaround neighborhood. So you this can does see, not help the people who are dinking its case. Right. Uh, so the base of it, you fill with water, right? And it, it, mm-hmm. so it's half on our lawn and a little bit in the street. But again, our streets are like this kind of streets where kids play hockey in. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they right. move You the should net. be like, driving slow it, and expecting, anticipating yes. a kid. Yes. It's speed bumps. Is Yes. It's it's like a closed circle. So it's like. Sure. Uh, so when my Mandalorian Lego set showed up, uh, young, young girl in an in a Amazon white van pulled up in front. Pox in front of the, like, facing the hoop. Like, she's facing it. Like, she pulled, she's sitting there. And I go, thank you. Have a good one. And she's like, you too. Thanks. You know, she climbs in and proceeds to drive under the hoop and scrape the hoop down the whole top of her Amazon van. Oh. Right? And I'm like, well, that's something. You think you're, <laughs> I mean, you're looking at it. When, when you're in the driver's seat, you're literally facing the hoop. Right. So I'm like, maybe she does right there under it. So I'm like, whatever. So I checked the hoop out. No, no harm, no file. She just kind of, you know, um, you and then see the other guy. <laughs> and two days later, uh, was it yesterday, the day before my, my wife called, uh, crying, right. She's having a little bit of breakdown with the kids and 
daughter was messing with her and kids and this and work and all this. And then the final straw was that her dad, who drives a big, you know, overhead garage door truck with all this shit on it, he came by just to say hi. Um, Hello. And he caught the top of the hoop on his ladder on his truck and then dragged it down the street and then uh, cracked the whole base and water shot out oh. all into the street and bent bent the bent the some of the the hoops eye hoops there from the net oh no yeah and i'm like how again again how can you not see whatever fred i bent the things back <laughs> propped it up put some bricks on it it's the ghettoest thing you ever seen now it was beautiful but now it just has orange cones around it. I found these giant orange cones behind my shed. Uh-huh. And, I said, and I was going to get rid of them. I was like, nope. Now it looks like a construction zone in front of my house because I covered the front of this thing with orange cones. Because I'm like, apparently, apparently the giant 10-foot metal structure <laughs> with an orange hoop uh, is not a deterrent for people hitting it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was yesterday, the day before. But good news, Fred. Good news. Okay. Uh, tonight, uh, we went to Gillette Stadium, you know, where the Pats play. Mm-hmm. And they were having an outdoor, like, set up in the parking lot, a drive through Jurassic Safari. That's awesome. So it's like you, you, you download a little thing on SoundCloud, and you basically drive around, like, a, a path in the parking lot, and have these big animatronic giant dinosaurs set up, and as you drive, you know, the thing narrates like your tour. Mm-hmm. Problem was, it was supposed to be a half an hour jaunt through this thing. Mm-hmm. And because they sold it out all day long, you basically were in a two-hour traffic jam <laughs> as you sat next to, uh, you know, rubber dinosaurs that moved back and forth. Kids loved it. You know, my son hung out the, the window, you know, top of the minivan. Oh, yeah. He didn't care. He thought it was great. That's all that counts. But... I cut it close tonight getting there because I'm like, woof, that was the longest. Uh, you know, well, shit, if you had told thing. me you were on safari in Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. I'd have been fine with it. Like, it was cool. For the record, it's... I wasn't, when Trees said he might be late, I wasn't like, motherfucker. No, no. Like, <laughs> no. well, the, the happy end to the story for it is, again, it was a fun time. It was cool. It was just, you know, one of those things where it's, it's like, if it went as planned, yes, you'd probably just cruise through this this thing at five miles an hour and mm. listen to the little thing and see. It. But because you know, don't everybody's bored, everybody's right. looking for family shit to do. So they sold this thing out like all day long, and it was in hour chunks, right? So it's like you got the six to seven o'clock slot, so you just had to show up before there, in yeah, between there, and there. You, yeah, yeah. But we got there, it was just like a line forever, and you just creep through this thing, so you just had to keep stopping the thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you'd be next to the T-Rex for like, you know, 10 minutes <laughs> before you move to the next thing. And uh, But my son thought it was great. You know what I mean? And mm. we cruised through and uh, got some subs on the way home because now it was hitting like 9 o'clock. That's why I was like, I think I might be late here because I still got to eat. But I said, dip in the local convenience store, like down the street from us. There's a little corner store. I said, I need some Mountain Dew and I need a drink for tonight because I don't have anything to drink. And uh. I went in there, Fred, and there it was, full. There's like four cases of it, Island Culotta Cream Ale. Ugh. 
knew you were going to say that. In a convenience store. You know what? Now, they knew you were coming. I'm actually you, pleased to hear you say that. You know what it was? My wife said it too. She goes, she goes, yeah. She goes, the only thing sold out in that store is Bud Light, Budweiser, and Coors Light. Maybe some Heineken's. I go, yeah, I know. That's what this town <laughs> drinks. No one's touching that, like, you know, $10. Well, it's funny because there's like ale. a... There's like a run on like Bud Light out here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what else don't did need I do to this? pound water swill. I'm trying to think because we did. I crammed so much in in the last few days. Oh, that's Probably what I did. wanted to tell you. Mm. Um, I watched an outdoor movie, Fred. You've Ooh. been doing it forever. Yeah. Uh, my neighbors set up a big screen. I did two of them this week. We went over one neighbor's house on my birthday, uh, friend's house, and they were trying to play Black Panther on like an outdoor ah, screen. Yes. And I up, ended up just getting like drunk by the fire because <laughs> they were trying to too. <laughs> they were trying to run it from a Chromebook. Oh, and it was just rookie like a mistake. And it was just rookie like a mess. And then all the kids were watching. I'm like, I'm I can't deal with this anymore it was like nope they were you always want local media pausing it they were and i'm like i'm out of here so uh me and some friends just sat around the fire i got pretty lit that was on my birthday so that was sunday sunday Sunday. which by the way uh just in case you were living under a rock um rest in peace to chadwick Mm -hmm. that's why Uh, they were watching and that's why Um, everybody is pretty much watching it but Sorry, it, I, it might not have sounded like I said it right, Chadwick Boseman. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, uh, who who tragically passed. But yes, it, it's why people are all watching Black Panther right now. But you know what? I'm okay with that. They should. Watch I'm okay Black with Panther. that. It's, it's a, awesome. It's a hell of a performance. He was, my, um... he seemed to be a hell of a human being. And um, if if everybody around the world watches. Even the most popular of his films to honor him, mm-hmm. I'm a okay with that. And I saw that even Marvel wasn't being dicks. Mm-hmm. They did the logical thing, the smart thing, not really the business wise, probably savvy thing, but they said we are going to currently put the sequel on indefinite hold in honor of Chadwick and figuring yeah. out what we're going to do about this. And, uh, you know, it's just cool to see. You know, with with the world where you can turn on the TV and you don't have to try too hard to see nothing but base negativity just spreading like, well, I was going to say like a thing, but I won't mention what's going on on the West Coast. (laughs) Um, But spreading like things spread. Um, It's great to see just like, you know, just hints of goodness. And I, I don't think there's a negative thing to be said about that circumstance other than somebody who was taken too soon. Um, yeah. So. Always, Black Panther is one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's, it's up there. Like, I don't have a number one. I have a, just a group sure. of them. That I love, you know, and that's one of them. I, and that's one of the movies I thought I would least like because right. I didn't know anything about Black Panther. So when they said they were making, I remember when they said they were making, I'm like, I don't care. I don't know who Black Panther Yeah, is, I didn't you know? much care about Black Panther as a comic book character, as somebody who had read some of his stuff. And so I was very impressed because yes, Black Panther is uh, one yeah. of my favorite. Uh, I show, I've never seen this well. trailer, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." Wakanda that, forever. It was dope. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's funny because my wife was like, uh, she doesn't watch my movies or nothing, but she she understands how big they are, you know. And mm. she goes, she goes, did they? How many of those Black Panther movies did they make with him? I said, just the one. I said he was in the Avengers, like he had bit parts, and then he had his own movie. 
I do believe he first premiered in The Winter Soldier, believe it or not, the Captain America movie. But they all bleed together once you get late into that. Or was it (laughs) second phase? What? Was it Civil War or Winter Soldier? So there is Civil War, and he is on the team in Civil War, but I think he is first introduced in um, uh, Winter Soldier. And the reason why is I do believe Bucky is blamed for killing King T'Chanka. And I do believe that is the conflict that sets that whole movie off. Hmm. Should they Civil War? I'm not sure. In remember. fact, I think it was Civil War. I'm more sure it's Civil War now that you say that. Because <laughs> Civil War had all the reveals in it. That had Spider-Man in it. That had Black Panther. Well, and more importantly... Made his first appearance in Civil War. There you go. Uh, more importantly, the reason I'm thinking about that is uh, the reason Bucky is being chased in Civil War is because they think he killed King T'Chunk. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm a movie off. <laughs> um, and but she was saying she goes, how many did they make? And I said that. And I said, but they. I go, I'm sure they were they were gonna make a part two. I think they were already filming it, or if they weren't, it was it was definitely like done the scripts out there the whole thing um, yeah so she asked me she she's like oh will they just replace him like as an actor and i go well they won't they won't pull a, a war machine right they won't pull a <laughs> where they just <laughs> i go pay no attention to this gentleman yeah. underneath the metal suit <laughs> i said the good thing about comic book movies is that you can change the person playing the part and i said i don't mean like actors like swap and mode i mean the costume gets passed around to different characters mm-hmm. so you you can get away with passing down the black panther mantle to a different character like you know they'd have to figure it out and make it have it make sense but i go they can do that without trying to you know fudge in a uh, Chadwick Boseman, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without Art. replacing him. And they would probably want to do something where he goes missing as opposed to passing mm. away for two reasons. Aside from the obvious, the whole plot of that first movie is how goddamn hard he is to kill. Yeah. And so it would probably be short cited to have that happen but they could have him disappear for like a year and after a year somebody goes you know what we need to replace Mm -hmm. him until he returns something like that yeah and then you can you can just roll with it i mean you could even take his little sister she'd be awesome wouldn't she be wouldn't she be an amazing like feminine super smart well I, i always thought that they will go instead of uh are they using Peppa Potts now as a new Iron Man? Uh, I I do know there's well. If they go, the rumor is the huge phase of the huge phase of uh, female protagonist, which I am perfectly fine with. But I know there's some. If you read the comic book nerdery I, stuff, yeah. there's a bunch of shake up at Disney over you know women led stuff. But but assuming that's not the case, yes, Pepper was supposed to take up the mantle of Iron Man, Sweet. and um, in Thor. Love and War yeah, or whatever, uh, Jane, yeah. uh, which is consistent with the comics, Jane becomes Thor. Because um, um, so. I in, in the comic books, didn't Iron Man, wasn't it like a, um, like a young black girl? 
took over Iron Man in the comic books at some point. Didn't read Iron Man, but that sounds right. So in my mind, I was like, oh, they're going to use Black Panther's little sister because she's like a tech, like oh, a tech cool. nerd. Yeah. And like, weren't they like vibing in the movie? Like, weren't they like talking about tech and stuff? Oh, yeah. With each other. and Oh, yeah. Going, she, so. she, Bruce Banner, and uh, Tony Stark, definitely yeah, talking so points. I, yeah. So in my mind, I was like, oh, she's definitely going to take up the mantle of like the new Iron Man. But oh, I could see that. Yeah. What do I know? Anyways, we I didn't watch it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. After this long story, I bailed. <laughs> after all that, yeah, I bailed because it it was it was like choppy. And it then, was unplayable. Yeah, no. And no. then they would. Tr- it was they, it was too low. And then they were trying to get Bluetooth speakers to work, but then they were oh overloading the signal and it was skipping. They weren't and thinking this through. Okay. No, they no. were all burnt. They, you they want everything all... wired? People laugh at me when they see my setup, but it works. You want everything wired. I always have stuff on a thumb drive. Yeah. And then I have a hard drive that's like a bigger hard drive as a backup mm-hmm. ready to go. And then if all else fails, I've got the damn Blu-ray player sitting there ready to go as well. Mm-hmm. You never so, want to stream that shit. It just never goes well. Well, so then that was that night. That was my birthday night. And then the next night we got invited over right next door, like two houses down. Mm. Um they were having an outside movie, which is, my opinion, the best backdrop because we have woods. So the, the mm. screen is sort of strung between two trees, you know, mm. with the woods as the backdrop. That's <clears throat> cool. Tiki torches lining it. And uh, we had a bunch of, you know, chairs and cushions out there and popcorn and booze. And, and we watched uh, Mulan. Ah, oh, the new Mulan. The new Mulan. And, mm. uh, and I thought that was pretty good. Good. I look forward to seeing it. I am not going to pay the Disney Plus premium. However, they did announce that that will go for all Disney Plus subscribers in December. So I will wait for the privilege. So normally I wouldn't uh, care for Mulan. Sure. But I've watched the cartoon Mulan 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. uh, like hundreds of times in the last like two months. Well, but how how'd that play without Mushu? So... Um, everything was fresh when I watched this one. So it was fun to watch the little things they did take from the cartoon, okay. the music cues, the little, um, do you remember in the cartoon that Mushu had a little sort of sidekick? It was like a cricket. Yeah. And he, he kept saying, you're one lucky bug. Cause the bug was mm-hmm. like a black charm. So in this movie, there's no cricket, but one of the soldiers is like a little chubby guy. His name's cricket. Nice. He's like, my name's Cricket. My mother says, always said I'm a good luck charm. I thought that was so. Clever. That's a good callback. I like that. Yeah, yeah, little things like that. So they, she did have a family um, guardian that they mentioned. Now tell me if this makes any sense. I don't want to spoil anything. There's no spoilers here, like that. No um, problem. I don't know the story of Mulan. Tell me if this is is just weird. Uh, almost like out of their way not to put Mushu in there, in my opinion. Okay. So she has a family crest, right? As a, their guardian. And it's a phoenix. Right? So she has this little emblem and it has like this mm-hmm. cool phoenix thing. And I want to say only on like three occasions when she was like, you know, down and out and like, you know, almost near death or whatever. Right? Which is, so you can almost say she's either hallucinating it or whatever. She's seeing visions. The phoenix would come. And sort of like lead her the right path. 
Like she'd follow it. But it was like a big CG CGI Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I and at one point I looked, I said to my wife, I leaned over and go, why wouldn't they just make that a dragon? Because it, it doesn't talk, right? Something it's must cartoon. have went south to cause Mushu to be so aggressively removed. Yeah, I'm like, you don't have to have him talk. Be, like, like, you're just showing kind of a cool phoenix. Well, why not mm-hmm. just have a little flying like dragon? Like, it seems like somebody went out of their way to make sure Mushu didn't show up. Yes. You know, like, almost to be like, this isn't the cartoon. Yeah, but, some shitty producers. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that would have been... Just replace that phoenix with a little little dragon. People would have been happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, when we were on Scarcasm yesterday, they were just talking about, like, why not just have Eddie come back uh, or have the scene, yeah. you know, just for the opening or closing credits or something. You well, know, for- just just a fun little callback. Well, I liked the movie. I thought it was really good. And uh, it killed some people in that movie. Yeah. Ah. It was in the cartoon. They were, Can't wait. There's some war going on. And uh, listen, sure, they filmed it next to, like... Uh, some uh, concentration camps and stuff. Whatever. They got bigger fish to fry, Disney. I had no idea. <laughs> did you know that? There's controversy. No, I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, I guess they, they filmed parts of it in a certain part of China. And then mm. in the credits, I guess, at the end, I don't watch the credits, but they thank um, the CCP. So they, they mm-hmm. said, all right, the, the Republic, whatever they said. That's, yeah, the, the Citizens Republic. Yeah, 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 there you go. I could have. And, um, but it turns out like the area they, they filmed that one part in is because of this Hong Kong stuff and all that is where they have like the concentration camps where they were like sending people and sterilizing them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, uh, you zoom out and it's like the end of From Dusk Till Dawn. It's just they, a pile of bodies. I guess they filmed not too far. And uh, I guess sometime yeah. last year, the actress that played Mulan sent out some tweets that were like pro this or that. I don't know. Anyway, mm, they, like they, pro the Chinese Republic or something odd, man. Okay. Mm, Either so, way, I don't know. She made some I'm missteps. I'm talking out my ass, but I will say mm. I know that movie's been like boycotted. Ah, yeah. okay. That's what I mean. I so, thought it was just about the thirty dollars price. <laughs> so they got no, they got more issues than thirty bucks in Mushu. They got. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll be fine because <laughs> most people, you know, most don't people, care. Sorry to say. Don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, Americans just don't care right now. Listen, can I be honest? I watched that movie. Mm. Didn't care much. It was all right. See, Pretty good. Yeah. Big fish. Yeah. I will say this. For two days of wearing uh, new cargo shorts mm. at night and getting toasted while sitting outside uh, and not noticing uh, my legs being eaten alive by bugs <laughs> two hours at a time, feeling it tonight. I was going to say, you should know that alcohol, uh, I tend to not drink it when I'm outside, if I can avoid it. Alcohol actually has a, and and normally I am all about drinking alcohol under any circumstances, but alcohol has a tendency to make you more tempting. Both your your body temperature raises and your sweat is sweet and attracts mosquitoes. I started to sleep last night. I'm like, why are my legs so... I woke up this morning. I looked like I had spent six weeks on Survivor. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the you fuck? You get some Chigger X, man, or some Afterbite and just rock it. Oh, my God, dude. I'm like dying. But anyways, yeah. buddy, at the end of the day, that was that was like my my week. A lot of stuff. A lot of family stuff. 
And uh, I did I did manage to play some stuff too. So what have you been up to? What nice, are you doing week, man. Um. Uh, sorry, real quick. I just had to text my my wife. Uh, let's see. I had a lot of consumerism this week. Uh, kind of a busy week for me as well. Um. I uh, got a random call from a friend who was like, hey, Fred, you like, you know, y- the word gets round. He goes, uh-huh. you like CRTs, right? I said, yeah, I like yeah. CRTs. He goes, I got a buddy who's got a 34-inch HD TV Sony with component inputs, uh, CRT TV, and he's got a TV stand for it, too. Oh, boy. Yours for free. We'll drop it off at the house if you'll take it. Oh, you can't We'll even no. put it in your basement. Can't and I was no like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I did that, but then I had to get a Sanyo, or not a Sanyo, a Sharp. I had a Sharp standard def, true standard def CRT TV. It was only a 27-inch, though, but it did have component inputs. And I know some people will say I was a fool for getting rid of the SD TV for the HD TV. I'm here to tell you right now, first of all, the 36-inch Sony Trinitron that is my CRT TV standard def, that thing ain't ever dying. Well, and on top of that, if it does, I'd rather replace it with a Sony. And for the record, I already have a CRT Sony HDTV. In fact, it's the exact same model as the one I've got in my room now. So it's just a full blown replacement. But I, I find that despite light guns not working with them, the versatility of um those hgtvs not to mention the gorgeous screen that i'm sorry to say that sharp doesn't come close to creating that the sony's create is worth it to swap out and have as my backup i will replace the crt uh standard def if i ever have to and i'll find something but for now got that in there so my brother-in-law came and picked up uh that uh, sharp he's moving into a house with his buddy um, he's got a buddy, uh, Trees, stop me if you've heard this before. Okay. He's got a buddy recently divorced. Um, he kept the house in the deal, though. Um, they have no kids or anything. Um, kept the house, and um, and uh, my my brother's moving in with him. Um, so they're setting up a little retro den downstairs. So the uh, Sharp's going to go put to use there. Um, I donated a flash cart to them. I have an extra Super Nintendo flash cart, so I donated that to them, so they'll be having some fun. They now have the uh, a, a much larger SNES library than the pretty respectable collection they already had. Um, and then, uh, and then, so yeah, so I inherited a new CRT TV, which uh, works like a charm. Then um, you saw this yesterday. I've uh, I pre-ordered it like two or three months ago. Highly anticipated Ghost in the Shell, yeah, 4K release of the original animated movie. Um, uh, in 4K, the Steel Book was 19.99 at Best Buy, uh, so I picked that up. Got uh, delivery day shipping. I don't believe the Steel Book went into stores. I think that was the big deal with it. You have to ship it to your house, um, but it was release day shipping. There's a lot of drama with that trees because mm-hmm. they shipped it on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they sent me a thing that was like, it's not going to make it there by release day, brah. Sorry. (laughs) And then I get this email Tuesday, release day, at like 4 o'clock that says, check your front porch, dick. There's a a package out there for you. (laughs) So it's like, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it came in. I showed it to you though. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it's it got is awesome. a it's got a cool transparent sleeve um that has uh the main character uh I can never remember her first name, but uh somebody's screaming it right now. It's okay. Weeaboo. It's fine. Uh, but uh but yeah, you slide that off and uh the steelbook itself has underneath um the the actual uh way she looks when when her skin's removed like the robot version right. the not the not scary version um so looks gorgeous came with the blu-ray the 4k and a digital code 20 bucks beautiful steelbook um very pleased to have that in my collection yeah you, you sent me that picture i i yeah. like i like that movie I, I i seen that in the theaters believe it or not like, that's cool when that, that would have been cool back in the day you could go in the boss and there was a little like independent theater uh copy plaza what was it it was a Copley Plaza. No, so it wasn't Copley Plaza. It was, um, names escaping me because I haven't been there in so long. But they used to do the uh, like John Woo like double feature. Oh, nice! It was like this little theater. Was he hard boiled? Yeah. So, yes. And, uh, yeah. That's how old that is. I don't remember. I think I seen Princess Mononoke there. Nice. Before Studio I realized, Ghibli. yeah. Before yeah. I realized, I hate Studio Ghibli stuff. Mm, never uh, seen their stuff. Never seen their stuff. But. Um, Stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I seen that there. So, I like that movie. Uh, Akira, I think I've seen that too. Ah, good old. Yeah, I've got the 30th anniversary of Akira, uh, the uh, the Blu-ray version, though. Didn't want to spring for the 4K, which is hitting theaters in a minute here. I might go see that because I got that AMCA list. Mm. So, but, um, but uh, yeah, so I got that. I'm very pleased. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet because, uh, again, it arrived... Uh, I bet we're look, talking t- less than 24 hours ago. Um, but I bet it'll look awesome. Because I can't, yeah, it looked yeah. awesome back then. It reviewed very well. Um, those who are not grabbing the 4K, you can buy the Blu ray version of the 25th anniversary or whatever. But I think it's only like, like I, I, I'm not kidding. I think it's $14.99 for the Blu ray, $17.99 for the 4K, and $19.99 for the 4K Steelbook. If you have a 4K player, it's almost foolish not to just spring for the steelbook at that point. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, grab that. Uh, trees, I did find a, a fun deal. And so I finally pulled the trigger. You are also now talking to a proud owner of, uh, I do have a, I bought a new copy mm. of uh, Resident Evil 3. Okay. I went on a daily deal for twenty nine ninety nine. I figured thirty was about as close. It's I could probably see it down to twenty around Black Friday, but shit's gonna be a little wild this holiday season. I just don't want to deal with it. Um so I was like, I'll just get it in the collection, then I'm done. Uh I also at that same time Gamefly dropped uh Final Fantasy VII remake to thirty bucks. So pick that up. Oh. Received it. So yeah, yeah. Looking forward to Even playing that at some me. point. You know, I was the one, Fred. I know. I was the one that was supposed to have that. I know. I know. What's going on here? Sorry. Well, so then you got me into Steelbooks. So I was looking on eBay, <laughs> and there is a There's company a that basically there. resells Steelbooks right. that have come out. They did have the Final Fantasy Steelbook that comes with that limited edition. Did they? Yeah, they're selling them for twenty five a piece. I think they had the Biohazard two one from Japan, which has the zombie drooling on the front and the uh, the uh, in the rain Claire and Leon in the back. It looks mm-hmm. really nice. Um, they also had a Resident Evil seven, which has the cabin. Kind of looks like the cover of Evil Dead 
Mm. Not the cover, but like the cabin of Evil Dead. Shows a cabin out in the woods. That looked really dope to me. Um, And then what was the last one I saw? Because I, I, I wanted to buy four of them. There was another Steelbook that was another game I already owned. And they were 25 a piece, but it was buy three, get one. So it was going to be 75 bucks for all those, free shipping. And uh, I added them all to the cart. Luckily, luckily I stopped. Because I added them all to the cart after those beers last, last week. I was kind of buzzing hard. <laughs> and uh, I added them all to the cart, and they didn't go down to 75. And instead of doing what I normally would do, back in the day, and I probably would have done if I had had a third beer. Um, I didn't buy it and then ask them. I sent a question to them and I said, hey, this is supposed to be buy three, get one free, and it's not. And the guy's like, well, it's buy three, get one free if they're $24.99. You put one in your cart that was $29.99. And here's my thing, Trees. If I'm willing to buy, like that's not the one I'm wanting for free. If I'm willing to spend more money with you, Mm-hmm. and buy more expensive product right. to get something free, why is that not automatically like a good thing to you? <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> and he also said, we don't sell Resident Evil Steel- 2 Steelbooks, which is probably why you didn't get your discount. And I sent him this, and I said, well, then what's this? And he goes, oh, that's Biohazard 2. All right, guy. In his posting, it says Biohazard 2, and in parentheses, it says Resident Evil 2 Steelbook. So... I'll tell, I'll tell you the truth, Trees. First of all, once I woke up the next morning sober and lucid, I was like, $75 for just four steelbooks? What am I fucking crazy? Mm-hmm. The only reason I grabbed that Resident Evil 3 one for 20 bucks was because I had wanted it for so long I knew I wanted it. I don't have that kind of desire for these other ones. The second of all, if this guy's going to be a dick to me before I've spent money with him... <laughs> yeah. No. No, I ain't dealing with your 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 style, bruh. Mm. He was out of Kentucky too, which doesn't I don't want to say anything bad about Kentuckians because <laughs> okay. everybody I know from Kentucky has relatively been decent. Shane Bettenhausen's kind of a dickhole, but I also like him, so like there's that. Um but uh yeah, I'm making friends here. Yeah, uh, but uh but um yeah, he was either from yeah, so I, I was just like, I'm not gonna trust this dude in Kentucky who doesn't who's just trying to be smart. He's trying to be smug. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I got I got Final Fantasy. Um, I should point out, uh, a couple people and I have been talking about this. Retro games are selling like ridiculously high right now. And if you stick to your guns, you can get decent scratch for them. So what I've done is I put up some choice games trees. And I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. I made about 500 bucks in the last like two weeks. Okay. And like what I do is I just do a buy it now, no negotiations, no offers, no bids, no nothing. Just take it or leave it. And a lot of people write me like weird messages saying that no one's ever going to buy it. But you know what? Every single item I put up has sold at the yeah. price I wanted. Um, so I've got some money sitting around. And no, I don't need money to buy the new consoles and whatnot. Um, but uh, I've got some money lying around. And I just decided to let them sit in PayPal and just buy them when I needed stuff. So, like I said, when I saw that um, deal for Resident Evil 3 for 30 bucks new, I was like, you know what? I could pull from that pool, pick that up. Mm-hmm. When I saw Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was like, look, it's Square. There is no world in which Square puts that game down to 20 bucks retail. I'm sorry. There just isn't. It might go 30 probably more likely 40 but there's just no way that's going to happen. And Gamefly actually, surprisingly for, 
I think it's just because they buy so few copies and the few people who are still part of them like treat the copies well. I don't know. The copy of Final Fantasy VII I got was pristine. So, I don't know. But and and you get all the inserts and everything and the case and whatnot. Like they they do a good job of preserving everything. Uh, there's no weird stickers on any of the discs or on the case or anything. So mm-hmm. I was impressed. Uh, but thirty bucks was about as good as I was going to get for Final Fantasy VII remake. And I do eventually want to play that game. Like when I say eventually, I mean in the near future. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's about as good as as I'm going to get that for uh, in the time period that. I'll get desperate at some point and really want to grab it. And I knew what that was really going to come down to was a buy two, get one. And I'm like, then I'm paying 40 bucks new. Let's just get a 30 bucks used now and just have it. And I've got this pool to pull from. So I, I, I did it that way. Um, so yeah, ghost in the shell on the other hand was something I bought a while ago. I think it comes out of my credit card when it ships, but like, you know, that was money already spent from the bank account perspective. Um, so, so yeah, so I had that, um, and I'll talk about it with my games trees, but I've been on a kick for uh, shitty games yeah. that are from the 90s that are coming back. Okay. You wouldn't believe this, but there's a lot of them, actually, including Battletoads, Shaq-Fu, mm-hmm. and Bubsy. You ever played a Bubsy game, trees? Y- yeah, you shouldn't. That shouldn't. You shouldn't be. Okay. So I've never played a Bubsy game. <laughs> I've never played a Bubsy game. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Bubsy, uh, they sell those new ones. There were two new ones. There was one in 2017 and one this year, last year. And they sell them for like 20, 25 bucks on uh, PSN and, and stuff. And that's insane. Mm-hmm. They had them down to four bucks a piece on a PSN sale right now. In fact, I think the sale has ended by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> so nobody can make the mistake I just did. <laughs> I have never played a Bubsy game, uh-huh. but I'm going to play all the Bubsy games uh, Ooh, in the near future. I shouldn't, though. Yeah, probably shouldn't, but yeah, I'm going you to. Should, you should. No. That first statement was better. I do those <laughs> I do those Saturday morning retro shit fests. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so I grabbed uh, the two Bubsy games for eight bucks. <laughs> that was a purchase I made with my PayPal money. And then the last one is uh, I wanted to... Well, actually, there there were two more I wanted to talk through with you, but okay. uh, but one's kind of like a news thing, so I, I figured we would do that before we got into games, if that's cool with you. That's fine. But uh, uh, one of them is um, Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh, the re a the re-reckoning. re-reckoning. <laughs> I like the name. The re-reckoning yeah, yeah. is great. And what's what's really cracking me up is I own that on Steam. Oh, Most okay. people own it on Origin because it had like deals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I bought that on Steam a long time ago. Like I, I believe I played it on like 360 for like 10 hours, really dug it. And then I sold it for some reason. Like I got money for it. I remember like making money on that one. Okay. Like wanting it, but I was like, eh, I'm just not in the mood to play it right now. I remember really liking it though. It's like what I imagine World of Warcraft is like, and World of Warcraft is not like that. Right. Um, I, it's it, for those that wonder, it's Diablo meets Skyrim to I, a certain extent. You know, all the co- controversy around that, the studio and stuff, but I heard that game was pretty good. I played like 10, 15 hours. It was, it was quite good. And I believe somebody bought it from me because it was hard to find in our area. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine was like, I had just built my first gaming PC. So that's this will date it. It was probably like seven years ago. 
And, uh, you know, gaming PCs at that time would run things like Amalur, no problem. You could do max settings and everything. 1080p, it was a big deal because on consoles, it was only 720p. And I think he offered me like 30 bucks for it. And so I went and looked on Steam. And I think at the time there was like a Steam summer sale when that used to be a thing. And Amalur was on there with all the DLC for like 15 bucks or something. So the way I saw it was I can buy it on Steam, have 15 bucks in my pocket, and my buddy gets his game. Mm. And so everybody won, and that's what I did. Uh, fast forward to now, they, they're doing a deal right now with this re-reckoning. So the re-reckoning, the joke of that is that it's the same old game. It just looks a little better. Right. Like, not significantly better. If you look, there are people who do screenshots of, like, the 360 because the 360 version is backward compatible. So if you don't want to buy the re-reckoning for 40 bucks, <laughs> you can buy, like, the GameStop version of the 360 for, like, 10 bucks and just play that. <clears throat> um, and it'll be pretty much the same game on your Xbox One. Again, if you have an Xbox One. But uh, on PC... Um, the big reason to care is there's a new deal. They're, they're making new DLC for it. They said it's going to be like a five to eight hour campaign that they're adding in, in spring of 2021. Okay. And who knows what they're going to charge for it, but if they're charging 40 bucks for the re-reckoning, which is the base game with all the DLC, which that's the other thing people need to think about is that if you're buying all the DLC on 360, you're going to pay a lot more. So if you play that game and you really like it, it might just be worth it to get the re-reckoning, but I digress. Um, if you own it already on Steam, you get a discount. So I can buy that re-reckoning edition with the new DLC pack that's coming out built into it. It's like the deluxe edition, the the Phantasm edition or something that... Uh, the Fathom edition, I think is what it's called. And that edition doesn't exist anywhere other than PC. But I can buy it on Steam right now for, I think, 21 bucks which is heavily discounted because I think it's 55 on Steam normally because I already own it on Steam. So okay. the question is, mm -hmm. the graphical upgrade's not really something to jump at, but what are, like, your opinion, knowing they're charging 40 for the game and knowing they're charging 55 for that Fathom edition on um, Steam, mm -hmm. they're going to charge 20 bucks for that bundle, right? For that DLC pack? Oof. right that seems like the price point i think they're coming in at you tell me your thoughts but so my thoughts was i want to play that new dlc because i really like um Amalur. right and so why not just spend the 21 bucks now to get every the the re-release plus, plus get that dlc pack and I just mean, not have to think about it i well i mean it it sounds like you've already figured it out yeah, in but I want to spend money just willy-nilly. So, I'm uh, I, actually, I went back and forth twice today. You don't? I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. Ah, maybe I won't. You, ah, I'll just buy you, it. Ah. <laughs> and I was like, I'll ask trees is actually where my mind went. I'm still stuck on the statement of I don't like to spend money willy-nilly. <laughs> I do like to spend money willy-nilly. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> but it's weird when I've got like a, a pack of multiple hundreds of dollars just sitting in the PayPal account, like right. doing nothing. Right now. Yeah, that's when I'm like, yeah. that's been. when I'm like, we're not just going to throw money at shit. Like I, I, I specifically am very targeted on eBay right now. I'm like, I am not going to start looking at steel battalion fucking controllers. Like, no, <laughs> no, this is not happening. Don't do this, Fred. Oh no. That, and I, so, would, yeah. that, that I would support hundred <laughs> percent. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> that, that so oh yeah 
Well, anyway, so that's what I'm going back and forth with. Okay. The, people will probably laugh and be like, it's 21 bucks, Fred. Either do it or don't. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> and I did just admit that, like, well, because here's, here's the part where people are like, I don't understand. He just said he'll pay 21 bucks now instead of paying 20 bucks later. No, because the catch is that DLC pack is only for the Re-Reckoning Edition. So I will have to later own the Re-Reckoning Edition to buy that. If I later in time want it... Mm-hmm. that discount will no longer be around. It's only discounted for two months and there's an extra amount off. Normally it would be 25 or 27 or something, mm-hmm. but it's down to 21 because it's the first week of release. So I really have like five days to decide. Um, I'll probably end up buying it. You don't have to chime in, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's the, deb- the big debate. <laughs> okay. Um, and then last but not least, we went to the movies again. Nice. You just My family you, and I went to the movies. Yeah. Oh, you're crushing it at the we movies. Went, yeah. Another another big theater with no one around. I like it. To the point that trees we were bad. Oh no. We took our masks off oh. while watching the movie. What the fuck? We were eating popcorn. Well, so I'll explain. But we went to see the New Mutants. Oh yeah. The New Mutants with the whole family. Said so was your yeah. daughter uh, old enough for that movie there? It's PG-13. It was R. It was supposed to be R. Yeah, I thought they cut it, it down R. to PG-13. Oh, okay. They did, it was supposed to be R. They cut it down to PG-13 so that more people would go see it. Um, and it's very obvious. There are certain scenes where it's very obvious that, oh, they cut the camera right here because there's a very violent scene after this. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a spiritual... Well, no, not even a spiritual. It is technically a sequel to Logan. So you can see why it's rated R. They went into it with that mentality that you've seen Logan, which right. logically makes sense that, you know, and, and my daughter is too young for Logan for the record. So uh, in my opinion, I'm not judging anybody who doesn't think that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we went and saw the New Mutants at PG-13 um, and uh, we bought our tickets in advance. We went and saw it at, uh, there's, a, there's a theater near us in like the rich area and like nobody goes to it. It's called the Prairie Fire, Ooh. and it's got these GXL cinemas, and those are basically your big Dolby 4K, Dolby Vision, Dolby right. Atmos, like our Dolby Cinema, but they don't have the reclining seats, okay. which is why I traditionally don't go to that theater, but for some reason, my daughter likes it more. I think it's because it's like 200 seats, right? Like It's, it's a hybrid IMAX Dolby Cinema kind of thing, and so I think she just likes how freaking big it is. Right. So we bought our tickets in advance, and at the time I bought them, I thought this was just because it was Labor Day weekend. We went Sunday night uh, at 6. I bought the tickets, and I was like, no one's bought anything. But I had bought them like a week in advance. Um, We get to the movie, and no one's in the movie when it starts. It's just the three of us in this whole 200-seater theater. Nice. Now, we had popcorn. We bought popcorn and, and waters. And so we were um, we were eating and drinking, so we didn't have our masks on at that point. Uh, somebody did wander in about fifteen minutes into the movie, a lone soul. <laughs> yeah. And we were there are three sections of seating. We were in the third section, way in the back, in the dead center. Right. And this person chose to sit near the front of the second section. So there was probably two hundred, maybe three hundred feet separating us. <laughs> I like it. And I don't know or care if that person had a mask on, but we decided, my wife and I, without speaking about it, decided not to put our masks on. And you know what, Trees, you ready to be proud? We finished the popcorn and my daughter was like, put her mask on and she tapped both of our shoulders and she goes, hey, 
we have to put our masks on. The movie had asked us to. Nice. We're done eating. It's really a good kid. And so we put the masks on. <laughs> You've done well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We did do well because she was she was smart to tell us to do that. Because even though it wasn't necessary in that one instance, right? it's the message. That's right. So good for her. <clears throat> um, and she, it was funny too, because we played it off. She acted like we had just forgotten. Right. Like she... And I don't know if she knew better, but I I, th- I genuinely like to think she just thought we forgot because um, we were so used to eating popcorn. And we got the bucket, right? So it took us a long time. We It was a six o'clock movie, so we had eaten dinner like about 4.30. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we were hungry-ish. And my family and I, we could tear up some popcorn when we want to. Um, but, uh, but it took us a while to get through that. Um, anyway, so I'm not going to spoil anything about that movie. That was a good movie. Was uh, it good? That movie, yeah, that movie is a horror movie. Right. I so, remember the trailer was that, part. <laughs> yeah, you know, I did too. And for some reason, I just didn't really buy the horror movie aesthetic. And then I was watching a movie, and that's a fucking horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter doesn't traditionally like horror movies, but she's not a scaredy cat. Like, she actually grew up liking horror movies when she was younger and then kind of grew out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, doesn't like them as much. I grew out of it. She, she doesn't like them as much. They scare them more now. Um and so she got to a certain point in that movie where she was like, wait, is this a horror? Did you bring me to a horror movie, Dad? And I was like, it's a mutant movie. Shh, 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 watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was totally a horror movie. But she wasn't like shivering or freaking out or anything like that. But there's a couple of sequences in there that are pretty pretty rough, Yeah, I will say. Wow. Uh, not violent, just scary. Scary. Just, really? just like rattling chains in the dark of an asylum, okay. scary kind of stuff. I don't like this. Um. Because they're in that old hospital. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's very well done. I really dug the talent of, of everyone involved. Um, you know, they got the guy from Stranger Things. They got the girl who's Arya uh, in Game of Thrones. That's right. That's right. Um, but there's a lot, just a lot of talent in that movie, and they, they get along very well. The other thing is I'm kind of a New Mutants fan, and most people aren't. And I'm talking like old New Mutants, like back when they were kind of integrated with the Uncanny X-Men. And they do some plays on the powers and the characters that I like, like some some individuality there. So that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, it's just a really good example of mutants to screen, I have to say. Um, and it's because like Logan, they do more character development. I have always felt the X-Men movies are too busy with like too big of a story mm-hmm. yep. that they don't have time to worry about the human element of mutants and uh, both Logan and especially, well, especially Logan and this movie to a certain extent, this movie does not forget they have powers and focuses on them a little bit more than Logan did. Um, but, uh, and it's not quite as melodramatic and I don't mean to disregard Logan by saying it's melodramatic, but it's a little melodramatic. I mean, fucking, they released a noir version that's black and white. My 4k disc has like a black and white version. Yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, this movie's a little more down to earth. Uh, but yeah, it, and it leans into some fun stuff. They, they watch a lot of Buffy reruns. I think that was my biggest takeaway from it is there are Buffy reruns playing at, at regular intervals in this movie, actual reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. Um, and, uh, I, I said this yesterday on Scarcasm. If you take, if any Buffy fan thinks of their three favorite episodes, I guarantee you at least one is shown in this movie. And so that's what I think is clever. And if you don't get it, like my daughter's never seen Buffy. She just didn't even, it was just something that was right, on the right, TV. Right, right, like right. she didn't think anything of it. So, um, but it was a good movie. So I know some people, I know a lot of people can't go to the theaters and I know many more don't feel comfortable going to theaters. Perfectly fine. 
Um, it's unfortunate that Marvel has sequestered these to only theaters, uh, much like Tenet. But when it comes home, if you like um, superhero movies, mutant movies, I, I think you should. I think you should check it out. I think it's worth seeing. So sweet. They did a good job with it. So um, we were pleased. And when my daughter got out of it, she was like, that movie was really cool. I hope you're buying it on Blu-ray when it comes out. And I said, hell yeah, I am. Because the rumor is they're going to include the unrated or the R-rated cut with that. So oh, I can't okay. wait to see what those extended scenes uh, displayed. Uh, I will tell you, you can. It didn't, it didn't hack up the plot. You can tell they, they managed to keep the whole plot intact. So all it was was shortened scenes of what would have been scarier violent sequences. Hmm. So... Kind of like the pencil trick in in Dark Knight, so. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Wow, shit. Yep, we get to an hour in. Takes an hour to talk about our, our day. Well, at least it's a, a, a bit. Just but, uh, <laughs> so before we talk about games, I do want to take a, a brief moment and ask you, so two things got announced since we've talked about this, and we don't have to talk about either of these if you don't want to. I don't want to push the the topic. Okay, but um, there was a Mario 35th anniversary Nintendo right. announcement mm-hmm. that I want to talk a little bit about. Sure. And there's also uh, Microsoft had to come clean due to leaks, and uh, according to Phil Spencer, they were going to announce this last week or next week. But um, we now know that there are, as everybody expected, two Xboxes, the Series S and the Series X. We know their prices and we know their release date. So. Do you want to talk about that at all, or do you really have not a whole lot to say about it? Well, I mean, the Xbox stuff. What what was it? It was two ninety nine and four ninety nine. Yes, the Series S is a five twelve as opposed to one terabyte for the X. Same processor as the S and the X, so they both will run games the same. Um, the Series S is all digital, so no disk drive. Right, and the Series X is targeting a 4K up to 120 frames a second, mm-hmm. not necessarily at the same time, mm-hmm. with a strong graphics processor uh, focused on ray tracing, whereas the Series S is targeting 1440p, which what that means, Trees, is that it can super sample, meaning render at 1440p, but display at 1080p right. to look razor mm-hmm. sharp on a 1080p TV if you're still going to stick with that technology mm-hmm. or it could easily upscale to 4K and many games that are on the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 Pro right now render around 1440p and upscale to 4K such as The Last of Us Part 2. So what it's saying is if you, that if that's good enough for you right now at 300 bucks We'll get you in there. You know, all the games will work with it. The processor's there so it can run the games. All the smart stuff where it's like quick loading and quick resume and multiple resumes and everything. Right. All that stuff's in there. It's just not targeting all the bells and whistles. But in return, you and, get a console for 300 bucks. And it will never do 8K, supposedly, right? Where the X will someday. So supposedly the X the X is 2.1 a HDMI. So which the the S might be also, but it's kind of irrelevant. But yes, they are saying that it is capable, capable. of 8K and up to 120 frames a second, which means you probably couldn't do both of those. However, the port that's in the back of that console is capable of sending that information, and that is the peak, and you can go down from there. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that through technology 
and um, like checkerboarding and various other tricks that are existing today, you are going to see the same thing you see nowadays, which is they are going to start targeting 60 frames a second and 4K for all games. I don't know if they'll achieve it, but that's what they're going to target. And then if you want the ray tracing and all the fun shadows and reflections and bells and whistles like that, it'll just drop the resolution. And it'll be just like today where you get to pick, do you want the most gorgeous view or do you want the best performance, right? Like it'll push raw pixels, but it'll run at 60 frames a second or you can run at a lower resolution. You know, there's going to be a lot of options with it. It's going to definitely be more like a PC where you're going to be able to kind of tweak what you want to see. And you'll probably, but it won't be as in-depth as a PC. So it'll say stuff like you turn on ray tracing and it'll send like probably a pop-up box that goes, due to how hard this is on the hardware, we're going to drop the resolution to the best it can do and stay stable, you know? And that's one thing that the consoles are doing that are really smart. They're doing two things. Both consoles are doing two things that are really smart, which is adaptive resolution where it doesn't lock in a resolution. It just kind of adjusts the resolution on the fly as things become harder to hit like a target frame rate and like smooth performance. The other thing they are doing is they are bypassing the processor. So I do believe both this and the PlayStation 5 are going to deliver. So what goes through the processor Mm -hmm. to actually process the game is basically the addresses or the metadata for where all the graphics go. But the graphics themselves, the high-res graphics, are going to be delivered from the hard drive directly to the graphics processor without involving the CPU, which speeds up everything, which is how both consoles are achieving their speeds. Although if you want my opinion, based off of the information I've seen, the PlayStation 5 is going to do stuff much faster than the Xbox. But what we do know from a spec standpoint is just hands down, confirmed, both the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X from a raw power perspective are stronger than the PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that matters to you, is perspective. I'm not here to convince anyone of anything. Like whatever. It it either matters to you or it doesn't. So. But yeah. So the the other big thing that I think matters is that um uh first of all EA Access is getting added to Game Pass. That's not for people like you and me trees. Like it's a nice little bonus, mm-hmm. but that's to get all the mainstream people to buy to get all the free sports games, right? That's what that's for. You don't get the newest Madden, but you get last year's Madden. And maybe for a lot of parents, that's good enough. And then the last part is they're doing um, multiple programs, especially in America. It's uh, I think it's Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, Target, Microsoft Stores. And there might even be another one, but the, at least those five retailers are all doing the payment plan thing where you can buy the S or the Series X and you pay either 25 a month for the Series S or 35 a month for the Series X hmm. for 24 months. And f- during that time period, you get the console and Game Pass Ultimate, which is normally 15 a month. So you're only paying $10 extra for the S, right, right. $20 extra for the X. And when you do all the math, it does come out to saving you money off the MSRP. You only end up paying 240 I think, for the S and 480 for the X. Hmm. But um, but you do get the console after two right. years, um, so you can do a payment plan. I, which I like again. I don't know if I'm going to jump at that, but for the mainstream, that's that's going to sell easier. 
I, I got to be honest, for someone who just, for the most part, <clears throat> I hardly stick new discs <laughs> in my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or my PlayStation 4. Like, mm-hmm. because of the subscription services. And then, you know, once in a while, I, I pick up a new game or something. But for the most part, you know, again, you, you, you're renting these systems. You still can stick a game in there if you want. But for someone who's already paying for those subscription services, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's so bad. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Monthly. Yeah. Plan, no, like. X. Like, yeah, the idea that for 35 bucks a month yeah, for the next two years, you're going to get an X and you're going to get Ultimate. And what I want to confirm is that I've stacked two years. My my Ultimate membership doesn't go up until 2022. Right. What I'm hoping it does is just keeps pushing it, right? It just keeps every month. It just stacks another month onto my membership. Mm. If it does that, and I can confirm that, which I don't know if I will be able to, then I'm down and probably will do the monthly payment plan if only because saves me money and I can pay as I go. Why not? But Trees, what I'm thinking of is your average parent. And I'm going to just come out and say it right now. PlayStation 5 discless edition, the, the one without the disc drive, right? it ain't hitting 300. I don't even know that it's hitting 400. I think it should and I hope it does. But I think three ninety nine ninety nine is the lowest Sony can go. So when you're a parent and you walk in the store and they're like, "Yeah, the console's three hundred bucks," but if you want to sign up to this program, it's twenty five a month for two years, mm-hmm. and your kid gets access to not only a hundred games from Microsoft, but a bunch of these EA sports games like hockey and basketball and uh, well, basketball is not part of it, but hockey and and football and you know, various other things and, uh, and soccer and all that stuff. Like I can see the mainstream mom and dads picking that up. How, um, so for someone like me who may be 500, how much was the series X? 500, 499, 500. Yeah. For someone like me with the kids and stuff, I can't just plop down 500 bucks. Right. Don't have, okay. but I can't afford. And, and lots of people can't right right now. Uh, but I, but I can't afford, 30 bucks a month, right? 35, but yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I can swing that, you know what I mean? On my sure. my personal account, you know? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Where is that console coming from? Are you still get, picking that up from a GameStop so and signing up can, for a plan? Yeah, you, can, you can, I think it's going to be just like in Best Buy and all those other okay. places where you just fill out like a credit application and then they approve you. Uh, Dell used to handle it. So I'm wondering, since I have a Dell credit account, like I have a Dell, people call it a credit card, but it's not really. It's just like a Dell financial services credit account. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's got nothing on it. Like I just use it to buy things from time to time and then just pay it off with like six months, no interest or whatever. Um, That's how they used to do it. I don't know if Dell's still financing it, but basically in Target, Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, and Microsoft stores, you will be able to buy that console with this program Mm. in America. They also expanded it to like 22 countries and Chase, you know, one of our listeners that's in Learn From Gaming Mm -hmm. was really uh, interested in Canada. They did confirm that EB Games in Canada will support this as well. So that's good for them. And it's in a lot of other countries. I believe Europe has this as well. Um, and I've seen some interesting stuff on Reddit where people are like, I'm going to buy a PS5 flat out 
and by the Xbox because I can do it in installments. Mm. Yeah. But, um, I mean, good on those people. Uh, I, I, I might do the same. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but again, if this process, again, pre-orders are September 22nd and I'm wondering how that's going to work as well. Right. Um, I'm guessing you sign up to pre-orders with, I'm hoping Microsoft does this in advance where you can pre-apply to know if you're eligible. Okay. And then you can use it as your, you know, payment plan. But if not... That's what if not, I'm, I'm betting you pre-order with a credit card and then you later switch it to the payment plan. Because that's what I was trying to think. It was like, okay, if I want to buy it outright, okay, I'm on the, right. the, I pre-order it and I got my money and I got my pre-order in, right? But do the subscription models, are those mm-hmm. under a different blanket where I can just walk in off the street with no, <laughs> cut the mm-hmm. line, you know what I mean? And be like, well, no, you know, I'm here for the subscription model. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do that, but what I, I th- what I think they're going to do, although I'd really like to see Microsoft come out and for once in their goddamn release of this console, get ahead of something. Yes. Like, explain how this is going to work. If not, I assume you will pre-order on a credit card that you're willing to put a hold on, mm-hmm. and then you will go through the application process process when it comes time to buy the console on like launch day or something the other thing i don't like is this all seems like there's an awful lot going on in the stores i'd really like to believe that you would get a what i'd like to see here's how i'd like to see this go trees Mm -hmm. is you pre-apply starting like well i mean pre-orders are the 22nd so they got to get this done like this week like I'd like to see by the end of the week or early next week, they have an application site where you go turn in your credit and everything like you're applying for a credit card is basically how it works. Turn in your application, get your approval, and you get a credit card number. And then when you go to pre-order, all of these retailers just has one of the credit card options has the this program. And you just pre-order with that card and then you're done. And then when you buy the console, they ship it to you so you don't have to walk into the store and pick it up. Like this. And then you receive it. And then once you've once it's shipped to you like Amazon does, that's when you get charged and it's that following month you get your first bill for 35 or 25 or whatever. I hope that's how it goes. The problem is Microsoft is rushing this a lot. And I don't like the fact that Phil Spencer's like, well, we were going to announce this next week. Really? So next Monday, at the earliest, you were going to announce all this stuff. And a week later, you're going to start doing pre-orders. Or two weeks later. I think it's two weeks. But two weeks later, you no, I don't know now. Actually, let me look at the calendar. Because we're already in September 10th. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were going to announce it at the earliest on the 14th. And then that night at midnight, it was going to be uh, that a week later uh, at midnight is midnight. The 22nd is when the pre-orders open. What you were going to announce it and do the credit application all in the same week. Like, I think this is still kind of rushed, right? but yes, I would like to see at least by the end of this week or early next week, a hmm. site where you just, pre-apply then you've got your 16 digit credit card number and you're done you know i'm gonna look into it because i totally forgot about that subscription service i really did Mm -hmm. and now that you're bringing it up you know it's like hmm, who knows maybe i will have one of these 
Sounds like Microsoft wants everybody to do that service. And it makes sense, right? Because they want everyone to subscribe. They want to get you used to it. The, will the the new Game Pass, or is that currently, does that include EA Access now? So current $9.99 Game Pass is just Xbox games. No gold, no PC games. Ultimate, which is $14.99, depending on what you've got, gives you gold PC games and Xbox games. And starting in November, it will also include EA Access. Access. All right, cool. Right. So you'll get the EA backlog, which I feel real foolish about now because when I lost EA Access earlier this year, granted, I didn't spend much. I bought the handful of games I still wanted to keep in my library, like Burnout Paradise. I think I paid five bucks for it. I paid a whopping three bucks for Dead Space 1. I... Um, yeah. couple others, but yeah, I'll get them all back. <laughs> there you go. Even if I don't own them, Anthem's on there. Trees, if they reboot Anthem, right? Shit, we might actually get going on this. Um, they also announced <laughs> uh, a couple launch games. So Destiny Two is technically a launch game. It'll be part on Game Pass, and I think that new expansion is part of Game Pass. Also, I'm not a big, so that's kind of a big deal. I'm a big Destiny guy. Me neither. I played, I'm not gonna play I played it, a lot of the first Destiny. Me and like, but that's buddies. big to some, but, right? That's big to some. To some they yeah. also announced um, Gears Tactics will be a launch game day one on Game Pass for both Xbox One and Series SX. No, actually, I think it's Series SX only. Right. So um, it'll be on the new consoles. Um, we'll of course get like, isn't the Goop or whatever? Like, I think that's launch. Um, and then well, um one of the forces we they usually try to launch with that, don't they? Uh no Forza. It's gonna be next year, next they year. said. Uh but uh Ubisoft took the opportunity to come out and say uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will move up to November tenth and now be a launch title. Do you know what? Uh the first game I ever played on my Xbox One was Assassin's Creed uh Black Flag. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So look, man, there's a history there playing. Assassin's Creed on a, on a new new box. So there's going to be... Yeah, Ubisoft jumped up a couple other ones too. There's a couple of games that were like, oh yeah, we're going to be release date as well. So like I said, and, and of course they're going to premiere that patch for Gears 5 that, that spruces it up, basically makes it like the prettiest version mm-hmm. on the Series X. Um, so that'll happen and it'll load faster and, and whatnot. Um, so there's going to be some stuff there. I know a lot of people are like, there's nothing there. I disagree that there's nothing there, but you know, it is not it is not what you would hope for a launch lineup, although I would argue that perhaps because they're enhanced versions of games that were going to come out on this gen until this all happened, perhaps they're better games than like a lot of launch games for a lot of consoles. Mm. Who knows? Right. Although eh. Xbox One didn't have the greatest launch lineup. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the greatest. Uh, neither was PS4s. But uh, 360 had a hell of a launch lineup, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, its launch window, especially if you had, like, Condemned and Dead Rising and stuff like that. Like, it had a hell of a launch lineup. Gears of War 1. Uh, but anyway, so there's that. There's nothing left but Sony. I mean, the game of chicken's over. Sony should announce its price. I think it was going to... The Ubisoft events tomorrow... And then I think Sony's going to announce its stuff soon. Who knows when? But if you want my opinion, it's 500, 400, or 550, 450. Mm-hmm. And you either want that or you don't. Like, I mean, that, that one's a much easier decision. 
Sony is not going to do a payment plan. Sony is not going to give you a subscription service. Sony is, you pay X hundred dollars for the console. You pay $60 for Miles Morales. My, uh, come get it. My PlayStation 4 has been nothing but a no man's sky machine anyways. So I can just keep playing that forever. Yeah. PlayStation 5. Then why even buy a console? That's right. You sound like you're set. Keep that PS4. Well, a lot of people don't need it. I think that's an that's the interesting perspective of Microsoft right now, right? They're daring you not to get it Mm. at that price point. Sure hope they have the fucking supply. Now they've been making them for a long time, so Phil seems pretty convinced of that. But I think at this new price point, the demand is going to be really high. Mm. And so trees, I am also preparing myself for the reality that pre-orders will hit. I won't get one. And I'll just have to live with that. And uh, it'll be fine. I'll live without it. But uh, I'm not going to go out of my way. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued to get a Series X. Yeah. Day one. Yeah. Always was. But if I can't, I can't. Um, anything else you want to say about Xbox before we move on? No. Yeah. I, I, what I do think that does, though, is it answers the question for Sony. Sure, we'll find out the price point from Sony. But... It's five to six hundred bucks for the big one, and then, in my opinion, a hundred dollars less for the disc. Less, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think it's a more compelling discussion around Xbox. But at the end of the day, buy it or don't. Yep, <laughs> it's it got that simple. The other thing is, retail prices have pretty much been confirmed as seventy dollars now. I don't really have an opinion on this, but like, you know, Call of Duty, it's seventy bucks. Granted, right now, if you buy it, you can get the PS4 and PS5 or Xbox One and Series X version for 70 bucks. So that's kind of tempting if you're going to get Call of Duty. Um, and if you're not, cool. Like, you know, Cyberpunk's a free upgrade. Um, they did announce Witcher 3 is going to get a free upgrade for Series X. thought that was kind of cool. Mm. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, if you own it, it's a free upgrade. So there you go. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, and then Nintendo came out and just like stealth dropped last Thursday, um, the Mario 35th anniversary and put about as much effort into that 35th anniversary (laughs) as they did in everything else. Um, so they announced the 3d all-stars collection, which is 64 still in four by three, but it is up scaled to 1080p. Um, and uh, basically nothing else has been done to it. Then uh, there's Mario Sunshine, which has been given 16 by 9. And then nothing else has been done to it. And then there's Galaxy. And the only thing they've done to that is, I guess, the spin move has been rerouted to the Y button. And there's touchscreen controls if you're going to use the motion controls with the undocked version of the Switch. 60 bucks, mm. And it's going to be coming out September 18th. So that's like a week from today. And... It's digital and tangible. The tangibles have been selling hardcore, but I don't think they've sold out. I think anywhere you go to pre-order, it's still available. So I wouldn't say the demand is mm-hmm. that that high. But the big deal is that eventually, specifically at the end of March 2021, both the digital and tangible copies will leave from being on the storefront. Yeah, I love that. They're gone. Yeah. I love creating your own... Uh special edition demand right yeah they're they're doing the disney vaulting as people are saying so not only did they do nothing to these ports really but they're also creating false demand the fomo shit and so here's what i learned trees 
I was uh, talking to some people last night on Scarcasm, and then today I went and got a Mexican pizza mm-hmm. because they're going away from Taco Bell. Oh, boy. I haven't ordered a Mexican pizza in years. And to be clear, it was pretty good. I like the Mexican pizza. It's shit fast food, but I like the Mexican pizza. So here's what I know. Here's what I can tell you is that uh, um, the only reason I bought that Mexican pizza is because I know it's going away. <laughs> it works. Yeah, and I pre-ordered the Mario version. I'll give Best Buy credit. They did free day one delivery. So, like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to cancel that pre-order, and I'll tell you why. It, it really came full circle the other day, uh, yesterday specifically. I turned on my Wii and I forgot why I turned it on. I turned it on for to check something. Mm-hmm. And when I did, uh, you know, all your channels kind of show up there. Yeah, I know yeah, some yeah. of our listeners may have never even owned a Wii or haven't turned it on in a while. But your channels are on there and it shows you what you've, you've bought, like, uh, you know, virtual console style yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Mario 64 is always sitting there because it was one of the first things I bought on Virtual Console and I've kept it, which was $10, Mario 64 Mm -hmm. on Virtual Console. And I also own Mario 64 on N64 if I ever wanted to play that version as well. I do own a disc copy of Mario Sunshine. I own a disc copy of Mario Galaxy. And I own a digital on the Wii U copy of Mario Galaxy 2 which is surprisingly absent from this collection. Mm-hmm. And I started going, and remember, I've got my, well, not remember, but I've got my Wii on that Sony CRT that's got HD, so it does the 480p out in 4x3, so I don't need the 16x9 from Mario Sunshine. And I started going, the fuck do I need this collection for? I've got it. And I even have that PC version of Mario 64 that's really good, that's in 4K. I don't think I need this collection at all, Trees. No, not- I think I pre-ordered it out of FOMO. Yeah, the only thing good on there is Galaxy. I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't agree with you. I know people I'll, like six, I'll, I'll, I, I know, won't fight you. I on know that. people like six, whatever Mario 64, whatever the fuck that is. But and I've never played Sunshine. I'm just saying, you know. Listen, my opinion: the only good thing on there is Galaxy and. Uh, make no mistake, just because this physical thing or this triple pack is limited edition, oh, they'll be selling so totally those. Break they'll be selling those. After. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are absolutely right. Um, yes. So, whatever. If if they wanted to make more money, they should have just did a Mario Galaxy collection. Just put one and two in there. Yeah. Would... Everybody's saying, do one and two, $39.99. You could even go digital only or piecemeal them for 20 bucks a piece. You're set. Of course. So, so yeah, so I, I told a lot of people, like, I went and pre-ordered it just because of the demand. And it will have demand, right? Like, I could get my copy, hold on to mm-hmm. it, and a year from now, sell it for probably twice the price. Right. That's just a shitty thing to do, though, because people are already getting fucked at 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And why do I want to struggle through all that? So, today, I canceled my pre-order. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. So... Cancel that pre-order. Um, but uh, the other good news was mostly free and mostly online stuff, and that was good, mm-hmm. which is that um, they're doing the uh, Tetris 99 kind of Mario, yeah. Super Mario Brothers uh, Battle Royale, which is going to be free mm-hmm. and on the uh, online, right. but only till March also. 
Yeah, that's, a, okay. that's weird too. Uh, but I did like that they added Super Mario All-Stars to the SNES thing. I have Super Mario All-Stars, but for those that don't, mm-hmm. you guys should check that out. It's a cool, it's a cool little like we brought the original Super Mario Brothers games to 16-bit and added saving to it. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. That's a cool little freebie. What else did they show? I can't remember the the Game and Watch. Uh, and then, oh, so they are bringing the original Super Mario Brothers to Game and Watch on a color LCD screen, which makes no sense to me because that's not what Game and Watches were. No, I know Gersman on uh, on Giant Bomb was the usual negative Nancy about this stuff, but I kind of agree with him. Like, who needs another way to play Super Mario Brothers one, especially since All Stars mm-hmm. just hit the Switch, right? You've even got the portable version right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and on top of that. Like it has, a, it has a clock on it. Game and Watch was little black and white LCDs. Still, it wasn't. It's still this. on there, Fred. You can still play the original one. Oh right, it is on the Switch on the NES thing. No, but I mean, there's no right? Game and Watch. I think they they still added the original Game and Watch game on it though. Oh, they did the Cement Factory. Yes, and then there's a uh, clock. All right, if you want a clock? Right there's there's a watch. You have a clock yes. And, uh, Game and watch. But you can yeah. sort of like Mario it up and break the numbers. That's pretty pretty cool. I'm being I, You're interested in this I'm, and I insulted no, you I'm, and I'm sorry. No, I'm not interested in this. So I can't, I'm not a Mario guy. They need to give a price. Right? The the way we feel about this really depends on the price, right? At nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine, how is? do you feel about that? That's what that is? They didn't give a price. Oh. They did so at a hundred bucks, how do you feel about that? There's, versus there's no at, way that thing's a hundred bucks. At at fifty bucks, I think fifty, right? Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it can't be any higher for that thing. That's really high still. And how big is it? They didn't show anybody holding the fucking thing, right? It was like just a little commercial. Port. No, I don't even think they gave the screen size. I, I don't like how cryptic was Nintendo's it, being about this. Yeah, I don't think it's. It's not like the size of a Switch or anything. It's probably little. Like no. it's probably the size of a. No, I would guess the Game Boy Micro. So like a three. You think it's that? You think it's that small? I don't think it's that. Small. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm thinking it's. We'll see. I'm thinking it's I like do. 3ds size. Okay. You know, like, like XL, ah. or, or just regular vanilla 3ds. Maybe vanilla 3ds size. Okay. Got to be able to. That's still good. Because if it's in color now, you got to be able to actually see what the fuck's going on. If it was the size of the old right. Game and Watch, you you wouldn't be able to see see <laughs> no. that small. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's like a 1.6 inch screen. <laughs> but I uh, think. Th- you know, listen, who am I? We always doubt Nintendo and they make a fortune, right? So we, we yeah, can I mean, shit on this thing. I mean, it's $29.99 as a stocking stuffer. <laughs> I could see that really yeah, we could, kicking yeah, game We could shit on but... this all we wanted. Then the thing could blow up. It'd be the biggest yeah. thing. But I think that I think they're thinking it's it's kind of like their mini. Like it's going to yeah, have the same. Absolutely. But I, I don't think so. But listen, like you said, it's all price point. If that thing's 30 bucks. You know, it could sell like it becomes cakes. more tempting. Well, and does it have a rechargeable battery? How long does it last? Well, assu- Nintendo's always been. I'm about assuming battery. it is. Actually, I'm I shouldn't worry about that. What yeah. they got to do is make it the same plug as their other nonsense because they have a right. different plug for everything you buy. <laughs> yes, they do. Give it a th- give it a 3ds plug so I can do oh the switch plug. USB-C. Yes. Yeah. Switch oh, plug. that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, sure. Something. Um, that's how they're going to get you, man. Um, Ten bucks for the plug. Uh, and then they did wrap up with Super Mario 3D World. It's coming out in February, I think. Bleh. And that's uh, okay. that's going to have an extra Bowser World added on to no, it. And it's 60 bucks. Um, I, I like 3D World a lot. 
but uh, my daughter and I watched this together. Mm-hmm. She wasn't that interested at all. She doesn't understand why Mario is so popular. Me neither. And I said, Tell her I'm nostalgia, honey. Nostalgia. No, she was. And she was like, but dad, we played that game on the Wii U. And I said, yes. And I have no interest in buying it on the Switch. And she goes, okay. And I said, but did you see that there's a new world? And she goes, well, yeah, but $60 sounds like a lot of money for a new world. And I said, I agree. Good girl. That's why I didn't consult her when I went and bought my Mario 3D All-Stars collection because she talked me out of that right. shit. Now, I talked myself out of it a week later, but it was my choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not, I've said it in the past, I'm not a big Mario guy. Obviously, I grew up with it. You know, I had the first NES when mm-hmm. it was new and I was on that bandwagon because you ain't never played anything like that before. That was amazing. And I played the first one and I could speed run it and do all that nonsense. And then little by little, I'd keep playing Mario games to the mm-hmm. point where I went, I don't think I like these games. And Mario's 3D is a, a little off base. And, you know, I played, I've, I've dabbled in all of them. I have, you know, I liked, I liked Galaxy just because it was so different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the 3D World one, don't like. Uh, I have Odyssey. I like that when I when I sit down and play it. But for the most part, you know, it's I don't go crazy over Mario like other people do. So when I see announcements like this, and it's like they're jazzing up stuff, I'm just like, whatever. I don't doesn't do nothing. Doesn't do it. I'm, I'm trying to think. Was there more in that, or was that it? Was there any other like bombshells dropped? I think that was. Oh, there's the. Well, I don't remember if this was in the same thing, but. They did announce um, Zelda, the Zelda Breath of the that Wild was, prequel yeah, in like the form of hi, the second Hyrule Warriors. That was like yesterday or something. That was, yeah, yeah I, I don't play Muso games. I've never bought Hyrule Warriors, no matter what I, people have told me to do. And uh, I'm good. I get intrigued by them, and I actually looked up. I always keep an eye on the first Hyrule Warriors for the Switch, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. always full price still. Yeah, I mean, if you ever want to get it without the DLC, which I'm a big DLC whore, but like, it's going to be not worth it if you don't, if you want the DLC, which you'll have to go with the Switch one, but you can grab that thing for 10 bucks at GameStop on the Wii U. On the Wii U, I don't have Like, if you just want the base game. I don't have my Wii U anymore, so I I always look at the Switch version, and I'm like, it's always full price, even still. And I'm like, Jesus, this thing never dropped in price ever. Not even by like five yes, bucks. There's there's a demand for yeah. it. And they're definitely finding out. But I'm uh, interested in that game. <clears throat> but I'm not. <laughs> I'm I don't even know if I'm Yeah, that that was showed too. like yesterday. So like that that wasn't that okay. wouldn't have been part of the Mario thirty fifth. Oh, the last <laughs> thing I know what you're thinking of. They also had the real world Mario Kart. Yes. The yes, uh, I knew there was something the tracks cool. and stuff. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't like the fact that you need a Switch and it's a hundred bucks per Mario and Luigi kit each. Mm. See, I think that's cool. But I don't have a house. It is cool to do that in. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just the way my house layout is, I don't uh-huh. really have like a smooth run to make a track somewhere. See, our upstairs is all hardwoods, See, there so you that go. would we have that that is yeah we have hardwoods down here, but there's kind of like um between the different rooms because all the rooms flow into each other, mm-hmm. but they have different flooring, so you have that mm-hmm. little bump 
yeah. on some be, the transition between like the hall. So I don't think you could run those cats over those. You'd, you'd no, I don't up. think they'd make it. So I, uh, we're in luck. Like the whole kitchen, the dining room, and the hallway yeah, is hardwoods. And then we have uh well and we it also it's not hardwoods but it like becomes like a, a linoleum not a linoleum but like a just mm-hmm. like a, a a vinyl flooring in the uh, guest bathroom and so you could probably make a decent track out of all of that with with autumn uh, once you get into the bedrooms though it's all carpet I will, so I will tell yeah. you this uh, they better have figured out some. Uh, noise technology for those carts else parents will be smashing those fucking things after oh, yeah. about an hour of because when i was a kid oh, yeah. and we had the, but, the hot wheel tracks so although the um you know the mat mm-hmm. where you pull the trigger and they just go <laughs> they go around the track endlessly oh yeah what i what i do not like is that you need a switch per car per car per well, car. how would you do it then the switch is the remote yeah but how <laughs> But that makes sense, though. How would you? How would two kids oh, play? Right. With one how would you switch? do it so otherwise? They need a switch. I would assume you use one switch and you assign a Joy-Con to each one. But, but how are you going to see the screen? I would be wrong. Why do you need to see the screen? Because that's how you play it. Oh, I didn't do enough research. You don't. You don't play it by looking at the floor. Like basically, you're playing Mario Kart. Oh, on it's the like screen, AR, and it's AR. So you're seeing your little okay. real card. Okay, that but makes more on sense. On the screen, okay. uh, it's painting in. Then you need a switch. It's yes, kind of painting in like the, the the tracks and effects. It's and doing like a 3DS technology blah, to blah, make blah. it look cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that actually. So as you, I'll get, I'll get so behind. So basically, you're Nintendo you're on playing on your switch, but the cars are just whizzing around the house. Um, but like gotcha. on the screen, you're still throwing like a turtle shell, and if you hit the other car, mm-hmm. it still stalls them out. But in real time, right? Like the motor car cool. will stop. Yeah, you know, that's cool. So you need a switch. You need a switch to be looking at. Yeah. So yeah, it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. It's um, a novelty for sure. I mean, my daughter's got stuff like that. She's got there was a I forgot what he's called, but my my daughter's got a little bot she got for uh, her birthday. I think two years mm-hmm. ago she wanted it. Cosmo was yes, his I name. remember Cosmo, and he went on sale for like one thirty, and um, we got it for her for her birthday, and she had a lot of fun with it. And he had a mode that you use the tablet and you drive him around the house, and he creates like virtual worlds you as you're driving him around, and so he was. He was more expensive than mm-hmm. this, and so that that's pretty cool. Nice, yeah. It was a it was an all right uh, announcement. That's uh, I, you know again, I'm not a big Mario guy, so I watched it. I like it. Just sucks what they did with the All Stars. Like they didn't do like anything with it, and I wanted to like that, and then now I'm going back like, on it, and I feel bad because I tweeted that like, oh, this could be limited, so you should probably pre-order it if you when want. When I heard um, but, this was the director was coming, and I heard the rumors of like the the whatever 35th anniversary blah 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 all that <clears throat> i thought it was going to be mario 64 is that what it is mario 64 or mario it's mario 64 that, that that's on that collection right 64 sunshine and Galaxy, okay so yes. i thought it was going to be mario 64 but i thought it was going to redone in the odyssey engine Ah, like I thought cool. it would be. A, I thought they like did a whole like you thought they would do anything the to whole it, thing like something. from the ground yeah. up in the Odyssey. So when I saw that it was just Mario sixty four, which 
Like just flat out dumped. Listen, it was Virtual Console Mario sixty four dumped onto the song. Y- yeah. You know I have a, a, a what's the word distaste for the sixty four. I do not like that console. I think it's dumb looking. I what I used to call it on the old show, the Tonka toy. It's the Tonka toy yeah. of consoles. Like it's just dumb looking, and uh, I never thought anything looked good on it. Like I just never it's did. It's all got the gloss, huh? It's got the weird gloss. I, I just never thought anything looked great on it. So to see Mario sixty four again in all its uh, shitty gl- looking glory, I was just like, well, all right, I don't want to play that. <laughs> Looks real good on uh, PC. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Mm, good. But play uh, that one then. Anyway, all right. Well, treated. yes. Uh, you were going to get to what you've been playing. Oh, boy. Well, listen, more of the same. Um, obviously, like, I can't stop playing No Man's Sky. I think I posted some awesome. stuff from that. You did? I can't remember what mm-hmm. I posted, but I don't know what. Maybe, I don't know what's from I, what I, week to what week. I know I found a planet that was like, planet, it said Planet of Light, and it was just shards of light Ooh, shooting everywhere, one, and that was awesome. It, I think that was this week. Um that's right. I posted a video of me coming out of a black hole yes. into like a galactic middle, literally yes, the, the middle of a battle. A black hole, yeah. I was like, eh, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Planet of light was, um, was, uh, like last Friday. Oh, something. okay. I can't remember. It all blends together. Um, that game continues to be super fun. Um, my switch pick cross, uh, the other game I bought the campfire, the last campfire. Um, but then I had a bad string of luck. Um, so I sat down for it and I was like, there was all these game pass games. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try out all these games. Right. Mm-hmm. First one was wasteland three. Um, okay. which I've tried the other wastelands and they've been like way too much minutiae to dig through to play those games. Like a lot of menus, a lot of small text, uh, very PC centric RPG. Oh yeah, you know you can just tell when you when you're trying to play it on a console that oh yeah, this is for a keyboard, and there's a lot of fine print in this fucking game. Um, but this was Wasteland Three, like console edition. So I'm like, let me try it. Mm-hmm. So I booted that up, and it went to start, and then it froze my Xbox. Right? Oh no! So I said, okay, I'm gonna play that. And then there was Hypnospace Outlaw. Okay. New one. Yeah, and I, I played the demo of it on my uh, Switch, I think, a while back or whatever. And that's the one where you're 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 almost digging through a fake OS and a fake internet mm-hmm. and like flagging people for inappropriate shit. And that seems like fun. But then at the same time, it's like I really want to play this on a PC because that's the whole point of it is to feel with a mouse and a keyboard like you're actually in. Right? You lose something playing that with the yes. controller, right? Um, but it didn't matter, uh, because I couldn't get that to work either. It got to the, the main screen where it said, press any button. And then you couldn't press any button. Wouldn't do anything. So unless, uh, I'm, you know, I don't know, wouldn't work. And I'm like, this is fishy. So then I said, let me try this last one I downloaded because everybody's been, uh, licking his balls and that's uh spirit, uh, Farrah. Ah, Spirit Fairy, right? yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, this is a touchy-feely game that looks like an anime, so 
apparently it's it's probably game of the year for most game journalists. Game of the year. Oh yeah. Uh, so as I look, by the way, did you know they're friends with all of them? <laughs> so I said, I said, uh, let me uh, let me try this out. Uh, because you know, I, I know you had to like build a boat and shit. I'm into that. I'm into crafting and stuff, obviously. I've heard people talk about um, it. Okay. Couldn't get that working either. So that's us. Yes. Because that's what I thought. You now I'm rebooting my Xbox and stuff. And I'm like, and I go, and what it was doing was it would be like, press any button, right? The stat. So I'd press any button mm-hmm. and it would pop up the menu, right? Like new game, options, whatever, credits. But then you could still say, see the press any button on top of that. And then nothing would like move. Like I couldn't pick anything. I'm like, it's weird. I uninstalled it, installed it, finally got it to play, right? It would load up and show some anime. Some anime ass anime. And then um it was like the tutorial, and it would be like, you know, you meet a person, tell you to jump, get on this boat, right? Showing you the boat. But it would do this weird thing where it'd be like the person you had to talk to was on the end of your boat. So as you ran all the way to the left or the uh, the right to the end of the boat, it's almost like the screen didn't pan enough to keep up with you. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to the person, all your word bubbles were like, was like off the screen. <laughs> okay. And I'm going, this is glitching out because I know people playing it. Yeah, that doesn't seem. Yeah. Um, and then it would, somebody would have mentioned this. Yeah, and then it was like, you know, go to the. The cabin and set your plot uh the the sail so i'd go do that it just wouldn't do anything like the boat wouldn't go anywhere and then i'd go back to where you have like a little like a cat sidekick and the cat mm-hmm. was just like standing in the water <laughs> and i couldn't get back to the cat so i'm like i'm pretty sure that cat's supposed to be with me and not standing in the water and so i would save and quit and then it would load me up with the cat in the water but I could it was like I was stuck behind an invisible wall. So that game was busted, most likely on my end somehow. Uh, so I went in, Fred, and unsubscribed to all the preview services. Because remember, I turned them all back on uh-huh. so I could try the uh, xCloud. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what... Unsubscribe, reinstall the, the current stable firmware and feel better? I have no idea. I haven't really gone back to what sense. Um, but uh, because I was digging around in my my games and stuff, I noticed, and I think it was a Games with Gold maybe last month, was the Man of Medan. Mm-hmm. The uh, Dark, was it Dark Pictures Anthology? Dark Pictures, Man of Medan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started that. And I, I probably played like a good two hours of it the last two nights. But it worked fine? That worked fine. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So I'm gonna re-download the other things just mm-hmm. just to see. Um, so who makes this game? Is super super? Are you talking about Man of Medan? Yeah. Oh, what's the name? Uh, of it's the uh, Until Dawn people, yeah. but super massive. You... That sounds right, right? Super massive games. Super massive does sound right. Yep, it is um, super massive. They're a British company, correct? Uh, good UK. question. I've got them up. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, not American. Supermassive Games. They won a BAFTA. Yeah. They yeah. are <laughs> British video game developer uh, in Guilford, Surrey. I'm nailing it. I know this, um, because 
Sorry, Guildford, not Guildford. Um, Guildford, sorry. Because much, uh, uh, much like a, uh, uh, we, <laughs> quantum realms was um those guys quant is it quantum realms those games what's that guy's name that makes those <laughs> the two oh quantic quantic dream. dream games that are not made by American people but tell American stories they're just off they're off in a weird way. That's funny. And no, the girl does the strip like this. It's, Jason. It's, yeah. There's a bunch of that in this game. Did you play Man of Medan? I have played Man of Medan. So I like it, right? So I'm on the... <laughs> I do too. Uh, so the part I'm on is um, there's like a younger brother that was like hiding on a boat. I won't tell the story. And he... Yeah, they there's like subtle alcoholism involved. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of alcohol. And he goes looking for the rest of the crew on like the haunted boat. So that's the part of the game I got to. So that's like two hours in. Um, So in your version, did you, uh, like I'm curious, did the brother get away right at the beginning or did he botch it? Um... The brother of the when the when the people first yeah show you're up. trying to escape on the boat like the little escape plan, mm-hmm. um I botched it. Okay. I believe I did botch. It. That's what you're supposed to do. I believe because I eating, you know because I'm I did I botched it too. I think if he gets away, you just never see you never see him again. He just never comes back because he's a douche. <laughs> um, so. That's hilarious. But anyway, the thing is, <laughs> games like that, and, and just like the Telltale games, sometimes you start watching it like a movie, right. and then a fight prompt comes up, and you go, oh, Jesus, up. and you fuck it all up. And uh, it's no, done on purpose. I know it is. No, no, I know. It's like super jarring. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ. I've done that. Um, yes. But uh, I'm I'm having a good time because I, I do like those games. I really liked Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Until Dawn, and you should know I've played Man and Badan twice. Okay, so already. Um, but the the thing about me is I don't like horror games. <laughs> I don't. So and this so. this game so far is the king of like jump scare. Everything's a jump oh, scare. The, Everything. The back the back third of that game. It's rough. Ghost places. So I wouldn't say it gets rough. I would say it goes. So places. it's uh, well Until Dawn went places too. If people, it people remember until yes. dawn, that starts it, out as a straight up Jason, yeah. like slight low Michael Myers, you know, slow walking yeah. slasher movie film and goes that goes and places goes by places. the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So in, in not the same respects, but in, in a, a, uh, in a, a arc in the same kind of arc that goes places. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't, like scary games but for some reason i can sort of deal with these kind of games i don't know why um i do a lot this is what i do and i'm not ashamed to admit it i'm a grown man just turned 47 mm-hmm. this game would do a thing where it's like um oh press a to look through this vent with your flashlight <laughs> right <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. there's nothing there but you know, if you just look over this way, there's gonna be something there. There's gonna be some like woman screaming sound effect screech, <laughs> right? Like that's how mm-hmm. it goes. And I or like uh, let me open this uh, 
cabinet for no reason and, <laughs> and just stare at nothing for a little bit and see what happens. They get hacked. I, they do it a lot. I cannot wait to hear your reaction, which is not necessarily related to what you're describing mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm dead serious. Because uh, don't be looking for something like you're just describing here uh, just because I'm saying this, because it's not necessarily going to happen. Um, but I'm curious to hear once you're done of your reaction of a couple of choice areas. Mm-hmm. You have not reached any of the choice areas I want to ask you. I about swear yet. a lot silently because I have my headphones on. I sound like a maniac <laughs> at 11 at night swearing downstairs. But there's a lot of like cocksucker. Under my breath. There's, that, there's I'm a horrible. Sequence. Listen, people, I say horrible <laughs> things when stuff like that happens there's to a, me. There's a sequence you have yet to do that um, you might not want to do at eleven o'clock. Let at me night. tell you, uh, my uh, <laughs> my last wife, she she had to have a talk with me because when I played scary games and back then uh, I read a lot of Irvin Welsh and I loved like train okay. spotting. <laughs> Yeah, and the c word flew freely mm. from my mm. mouth when uh, that's okay. I played it's on the boys games. now all the time. And yeah. uh, she, she had to... Carl Urban's bringing back the c word, man. Yeah, but now, you know, you know, we didn't have kids, nothing. Me and my first wife, so it was all right. Oh, she just yes. didn't like it. It was like, what's wrong? Now I have little ones, and I have my headphones. Oh, yeah. I cannot be so everything's under my breath. Uh, and it's if you could just hear it, what's going on? It's not good. And uh, I do that shit where, right? Like the vent, right? Looking through the vent. I'm uh-huh. squinting my eyes. I'm squinting my eyes. <laughs> so I can barely then, see. Because I know what's coming. I know it's a video mm-hmm. game. I don't care. I'm a grown man. But I can't, I can't deal with that shit. So, you know. But I'm still playing it. And, uh, and here's my... It's good. You'll be fine. You'll it is be my fine. my favorite pod so far, right? It was right at okay. the beginning. And this is what I'm talking about, how, like, you know it's, like, not American people trying mm-hmm. to do pure Americana-esque dialogue. So in the beginning, it's, like, uh, a flashback to, like, World War II era, like when there was that. Uh-huh. And you got two GIs, right? With the most American, it's like Jimmy and Joe. It's like the most yeah. <laughs> American soldier dudes' names, right? And uh, and all shit's breaking loose on this ship, right? Like horrible, you know, supernatural, violent shit, right? Like <clears throat> they're finding dead bodies. Like mm-hmm. there's people shooting and then you're getting dragged down hallways. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, and they make their way. They see all this. They see all this horrible, ghostly shit happening. And then they get down to the cargo hold. And there's no one down there, but there's like some caskets. Mm-hmm. And then my man, Jimmy or Joe, pick one. I don't know which one's which. Says the other one, hmm, something, something odd's going on here. <laughs> now? Now you say that? Hey, man, I think the shit is going down. <laughs> Do we do this? Should we do this? We're gonna do this. <sighs> it was just funny. Like it made me laugh all yeah, loud. No. That, like they just like, literally creep through a ship watching people get picked off one by one and like 
that <laughs> then they just get to a, and he sees a few caskets. He's like, hmm, something weird. Oh, this won't be the last time you say something that. Something weird yeah, going on, Joe. Wait. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think something weird's going on, Joe? <laughs> I, thought, I thought it would have been the guy shooting at the ghost and getting dragged down the hallway and murdered. <laughs> that would have been the, the weird thing. So there's no. moments like that where you're just like, I don't think people talk like that. That's a weird. No. <laughs> it's odd. Um, you know, like, like there's one part where these pirates pull up, <laughs> like the dickhead brother is just saying stuff no one would ever say. To yep. a bunch of pirates. One guy has like a, a whited out eye because, you know, we'd seen some yep. shit. And this br- dude's just like throwing money at him, talking shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You don't even have a gun? <laughs> Why are you talking like that? You'd be su- in- you'd be surprised with some entitled white shit in a B. Oh, my would God. Say. It was hilarious. So there's there's little things like that that um, makes me laugh because it's just off, right? Not off by a lot. Right, but it does feel a little bit like, oh, no, Americans would totally do this. It's like the uncanny valley of, of speech. <laughs> it's like yeah. off just sure. enough where you're like, yeah, something's weird here. I don't know. And it was kind of present in Until Dawn, but Until Dawn had a significantly smaller script than yes. this one. Um, and I love the uh, narrator or the curator, as he's called. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, and he'll be in the next one too. He'll yeah, be in all see, three. That's of them, what I like. So. He's like the curator of the the stories, um, and I just like his tone and I like his look and everything. There, there's more. There's more with him too, just like there was with Peter Stormare yes. and uh, I think Pietro Starmare. There's there's more too. Uh, yeah. yeah, so pretty much I just I just been playing that the last two nights, and I get sidetracked. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Uh, are you like settling into Halloween time or no. it just came up? It just came up because I literally downloaded it when gotcha. it was a free game. And just because I was mm-hmm. in my apps, well, my game and app section on my Xbox, sure. dealing with the other broken games I was trying to figure out. And that one would just, just stood out, right? And I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? I'm looking to play something new, just have something to talk about. And, you know, this is a pretty, I like these games. I, I, I dig these games. So, yeah. I think the next one's next month. Is it too. already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like October 20th or something. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're priced like pretty right. Like you can wait for mm-hmm. them to go on sale for like 15 bucks, but I think they're 25 out of the gate. Like that's not How bad. long would you say this Man of Medan is? Like without... Five. Five is hours. It? Yeah, I know. I played on Steam. Steam will give you down to the minute. Really? So it's like five, five and a half hours. Oh, all right. Then I'll finish it this week. Yeah, it's it's about half the size of uh So um do you I would say given where you've described thus mm-hmm. far, you are in the fifty to sixty percent range. Done. That can't be right. Mm, right. <laughs> can't be right. That doesn't feel right. You know? Mm. What I will tell you is the back ninety minutes to two hours of that game intense. Is... Yeah. All right. I wouldn't say intense. It's just it goes places, so, and then it it does a good job of it. It creates the story. So the pirates <laughs> aren't part of your crew, even though right now they're sort of with me, but they're doing their own thing. So the main, oh, the pirates are still with you. Okay, you might be more like forty percent. So the, so it's like um, so the main characters is what five of them. There's yes, right. There's a 
the two brothers is a couple and then the blonde, the brother, the, the girl cap. who owns the boat, so, and then the brothers, the two Afri- uh, the two black. Yeah, brothers. so there's the five um five, right? So yep. you played the your first playthrough. I know you said you played it twice. Your first mm-hmm. one, how did you do as far as survival rate? I can't answer that question for a very specific okay. reason. All right. Find out then. So once we get done, once you finish You're that, in. I'll let you right. know. And I'm going to replay that at least one more time because I've not played it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I played it on Steam. Now, and uh, I want to play it with my wife. She wanted to play it, but she was struggling too much with playing on like a PC desktop. Yeah. It's one of the many examples I've found where no matter how cheap you get a game, mm-hmm. some games are just intended to be on the TV. And this was an example of that. And so she wanted to play it on the TV and the controller support on Steam is just not good enough for me. I know somebody's going to bitch with me about this. Look, for my family to sit down and watch it, meaning my my family as in my wife and her brother, to sit down and watch it and play through it with me like we did with Until mm-hmm. Dawn, it, was, it did not create the right world, and I'm sure Xbox will be just fine for that. So we need to play through that at least once, and then I'm going to be getting the newest one like at launch. Are these, Xbox, the games coming out in this this anthology, um, mm-hmm. are they all connect? Are they, they're not a continuation of the same game, right? They're all supposed to be different stories, right? So you can't quite tell by the end of this. Okay. And they haven't, there's a, th- when you beat this game, you get a trailer for the next game. Okay. Because they just and I can't quite put it together, okay. but it does not look like the same talent. And even if it is the same talent, which it it might be, I don't know if it's not like an American Horror Story mm-hmm. thing, where it's the same actors and actresses, but they're new stories each mm-hmm. time. So the real answer is we won't know till this okay. comes out. My gut tells me no. There's no yeah connection. because the, w- the way they set up that curator is he's like I just present mm-hmm. stories. So you like think of tales. Yeah, from the yeah exactly. So I think that's a great idea. So if yeah, they if they I can keep them going, you know, it'd be fun. Yeah, they they hey man, uh, they want to do one a year for three years. Like <clears throat> uh, unless this gets delayed, which they've not said anything in the time of COVID. Um, they've hit it so far. It, it, when the in the game, when the pirates show up. And you find the uh, ship, the big ship. Like, I yep. just, it made no sense to me why they would get on that boat. I'm like, why are they jumping on that boat? Makes zero sense why you all get on this boat. And now you, and the minute they get on it, they're all walking around like, I don't like this. This is a bad. I'm like, well, why'd you get on it? You didn't have to get on it. <laughs> you guys got on it. Now you're acting like you're well, trapped. they might have revealed it already, but their, their leader knows. Was like get on the yeah. boat. It was just, and they were scared of him. I guess it's still funny though. It makes sense. It, it is funny. Sense. All right, man. That's that's what I played this week. <laughs> okay, um, I'll probably be pretty quick on this, but uh, so Far Cry Four. I've uh, so you said it's been a long time since you it played has, it, yes. so you may not remember this, um, but. Uh, the biggest problem I have with that game is that it's a ton of fun, but you hit a wall where you can't really proceed until you do more story missions. And the way they feed you story missions, you sometimes go like intervals with no story missions available. So aside from collectibles, I quite literally 
started running out of things to mm. do. And um, I'm getting back to not having that problem anymore. But that was a problem for a minute, and I don't like how this game actually generates its story missions. I don't like that there's not always a story mission sitting there waiting for you. And if they're supposed to be, then maybe there's something up with my version. Mm. But it seems like I have to, like, fart around for a while till the next mission hits. Um, And the only reason that matters is because I did so much. I was at, like, over 45% done with the game before I started focusing on um, missions, like story missions. And so I think that's why they're doling them out slower. Um, for the most part, I like it. The one thing is this game keeps wanting me to do stealth and this game does not do stealth well, (laughs) like really not well. So there's these missions called assassinations and you kind of figure out the trick to those, which is like, you don't actually take out everybody because this game, they're way too good at seeing Mm -hmm. you. Like you'll snipe someone from across the map and all of a sudden, like the, if there's a guy next to him, he, he like sees you from across the map and it's like impossible. Right. Like he doesn't have binoculars right. or anything. And so the game just didn't program stealth very well and they just decided to roll with it. And again, that only becomes an issue with these assassinations, which I've still been able to get through them. Um, but there's a mission called like the pain trail or something it's the first guy you go after that has one of these compounds. And that's the other thing that's funny. I took out two of the compounds before I ever got to those parts <laughs> in the story. And so when you go attack him, like there's almost nothing to do. Um, but they basically drop you in this area and you have to free like three captives and then you have to go assassinate him. And they just have just tons of guys around. And it's called like, city of pain or world of pain or something. And when I Googled it, of course, somebody was clever on Reddit and they were like, this, this mission's a real pain. And it took me like an hour to beat. And it's because there's no checkpoints. Although if you do save one of the captives, if you die or have to restart it, if you get seen or have to restart it, um, the captives already free, Mm. but you constantly get seen like, and in some of the most ridiculous ways and the cards are stacked against you and it's just really kind of dumb. And like everything I've read on on um, Reddit was like, well, if you read a guide on how to beat it, or if you go through and beat it a second time after you beat it the first time, well, yeah, then sure. But it should be organically fun to just play. And Far Cry like almost lends itself, especially this game, to like being hyper aggressive and just getting shit done, especially with those fighting the compounds and stuff. And so these stealth things where they put like 30 guys just wandering in patrols in this big city with random lights and stuff. It's just dumb. I didn't I don't, like it. I don't all. remember that stuff. I just don't. Good. You probably repressed it because it was so fucking terrible. <laughs> I just don't remember. And it seems like it's the only one of those four leaders, Pagan Min being the last right. one, where you have to sneak around. And it's really funny because once you get the guy that you're looking for, you have to carry him through the whole camp back to a car. Really? And of course, they they launch a bunch of guys because what I did was I meticulously got on a roof with a sniper rifle. And like, they don't see you if you can hide in just the right place. Right. 
and they can't figure you out. So what I would do is I would like snipe a guy. And then if somebody saw me or saw that that guy got sniped, I would then like shoot a barrel. There's a bunch of exploding barrels all over the place that was like on the other side of the map. And they all scramble over there and you just lay on the rooftops. But it was just very (laughs) meticulous and boring. So I basically took out most of the city before I went and like rescued everyone. Then I go get the guy and then they respawned everyone again. I, I remember I threw a lot of bear bait everywhere. In, yeah, bait works that, to a know. certain extent. But this was like at night and so I don't know. Chaos. You have to do it at night. It has to be at night. Um but either way, like whatever. I you, at that time at that point once they see you, it doesn't restart it. You know, like you just get to roll with it. So then I just had a grenade mm-hmm. launcher and I just started lomping people like I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of Terminator right. 2. Um so that was that was fine. Um, but like I said, largely I'm having fun with it. What my wife loves is watching me just do random stuff. So she loves just watching me get on an elephant yeah. and then just giggle like a little bitch and just start destroying, destroying people. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. Um, anytime I take out an outpost is fun. Um, the Robbie Ray or whatever, the DJ, he's fucking hilarious. And he talks about like just like stomach pains and shitting and and sweaty butts and stuff like that and my wife just loves that kind of humor so she's just having a field day with the way he mm. talks um and uh graphically it looks good it is a janky ass game on Xbox is 1 it? though that shit crashes at least once every now and again for me um like probably once a session <laughs> but i've put a good solid 20 hours into it in like a week there you go like, I've put a lot of time into it, um, and uh, I'm getting there. Uh, I also hated Shangri-La. Did you play much of the Shangri-La yeah, stuff? Yeah, you find the stoners in the yeah. Cabin? I did. There are five areas of Shangri-La. You can tell there's like five pieces. I did two of them, and I you, just think I'm done fight, with Shangri-La. You fight people there, right? There's like you fight people. You start with just a blade and your yes, tiger, and then you get arrows right. and your tiger. That's right. I didn't. I don't care. I think for I that did at them all. all. I, I did everything, so I'm pretty sure I did them all in Shangri-La. I don't want to do everything. Fuck that. Um, what I really like doing is the compounds and the fortresses and the uh, towers and stuff like that. So um, I'm having fun with it. I just hit a wall where I had to do. Oh, the arena's fun. I like yep. the arena, and believe it or not, I like the races. Normally, I don't like races in open world games, but the races are a lot of fun in this game. <laughs> So, you may not agree. I don't, but, uh, I don't, I don't remember. I, found the I remember the arena. I remember doing, doing the arena. Um, I will also say that the hunting stuff kind of let me down. Like the uh, the special hunting where yeah, like I've done all the stuff. Now all I need to do is uh, I've got like three or four items where I've got to get the special stuff. But ev- most of my stuff is fully upgraded. I did all the okay. hunting. Um, and I remember everyone talking about the honey badger. And there's like a mission where you have to go kill this legendary honey badger, and there's like dead bodies yeah, and, dead yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything, everything. And that was not no, hard. No, no. That was really easy. The assault rifle to kill the albino tiger, that shit was for real. <laughs> that shit was for real. Um, that was all right. Uh, and I've got like two or three more left. And I've also done the rhino where you just like get to a bridge and this rhino comes rolling down the street and they're like, you have to kill a rhino with a shotgun. Yeah, I remember that. And you're just running around like a little bitch with this rhino and a shotgun. My wife was really enjoying watching me do that one too. <laughs> um, 
But all in all, like I said, I'm enjoying it. But I, I'm getting a little bit of the fatigue. Like, I'm like, I want to wrap this up. Yeah, I mean, um, I think all Far Cry games get like that after a while. Get to that point. Yeah. Three didn't really get there for me. I thoroughly enjoyed three all the way through. But so did, we'll see. Did, did oh. three have as much stuff? Because as these games go, they add That's more the and more. That's the problem is they build it up. Yeah. That's the problem. I think four's problem is it has just a little bit too much mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but yeah, all in all, I'm doing good. I just, I need to get a little further in the story so I can unlock the Northern portion where Pagan Min is mm-hmm. at. Um, but, uh, and a lot of people talk about Pagan Min. That was the other problem was the, the bad guy. I forgot his name in three. Voss. He kept Voss. He kept showing up. Pagan Whoa. Min like radios in from time to time and talks to you about various things. But he's not involved yeah. enough in your life. Nobody is Va- in this game. Really. Voss was funny because he was Voss was not the main antagonist, right? He was like a henchman. He didn't end up being no. He was a he oh, was like a at, at some point the real you, bad. You yeah. battle him and he's gone, mm-hmm. and you're like, yes. what the? F- what and the then fuck? and then the real yes. enemy is who you go. Yeah, after and I didn't, I didn't like that at all. I thought Voss was great for you know. I do got to give Far Cry this, though. They always find reasons to have just, like, random topless women just wandering around. That's right. I get to the arena, and I was like, oh, Yeah, that's okay. right. That's funny. We're going we're gonna to do this now. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but all in all, like I said, enjoying it. Um, and then, last but not least, and I'll make this pretty quick for you, but I played all in my shitty rally part one. I played all the Battletoads games and played the new one. So, for the record, mm-hmm. played Battletoads on the NES. I actually played the uh, Rare Replay version with the rewind function. Okay. And I've never gotten this far in Battletoads on NES. I got almost to the end of the game. Nice. You ever played Battletoads on the NES? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, it's brutally fucking hard. And you get to a point, it's like, there's like 12 levels too. And you get to this point in like, it's level 9, 10, 11 where you have to race a rat to the bottom and you have to be in like full sprint and it's just, and then kick a bomb at the end. And I was like on the fourth version of this and I think it might be the end of the level, but there might be even Mm. more. And it just got way too frustrating and rewind doesn't help you. You just got to be perfect and it's just no fun. Yeah. But I've never gotten that far. I even got an achievement for getting a million Mm. points cumulative in that game. The first Battletoads, I don't know why it, Mm -hmm. it was super hard. Or it had like it impossible was. stupid shit. It wasn't a great beat em up. Right? No. And no, you wanted it to be a good beat em up. And, and for some reason, over the years, it got this sort of like nostalgia mantle of it being good. Mm-hmm. Like people revisionist history of like, oh, Battletoads. Yeah. And then when they announced the Battletoads, I think it's because Rare made it and it. I think it's because Rare made it, and it's got good graphics. I think you're right. And then when the remake was being announced, people were going nuts. And I'm like, why? It it wasn't good back then. And I stand by it. I don't know if the remake is any good, but... We're going to talk about it Uh very briefly. So uh, they did re-release the NES version on Genesis. Did you know that? There's a Genesis version of the original Battletoads? I did know it. I've never seen it. Yeah. So I put it in my flashcard. I played through it. You know what they did? They they made the same game <laughs> with slightly better 16-bit mm-hmm. graphics, and they made it a little easier. Oh. Now, there was... It doesn't make it better. I remember people being more fond. Was it was there a Battletoads arcade? 
So there's a Battletoads arcade from 94. It's in the Rare Replay mm-hmm. game. It's a brawler, but it's just too long and a little too boring. It's like, you know, Ninja Turtles 1989 Konami game and, and Simpsons and X-Men yeah. and all those. Those are fun, but you beat them in like half right. an hour. And Final Fight's a little longer at an hour. Battletoads is like an hour and a half. Uh. It just overstays its welcome just a little too long. It takes a little too long to beat that game. Um, but it is a it is a fun brawler and probably the best version of Battletoads. It's what you thought the NES game was right. going to be. Uh, then there was a Super Nintendo-only Battletoads and Battle Maniacs that I played. <laughs> they up the graphics and they made it a pure brawler. The game's still shit. <laughs> Rare, Rare didn't learn a fucking thing. The game's shit. It's not fun. The the hit detection's shit. It's not is fun. Rare overrated. Uh, d- later rare, I would say no. But overall, um, here's the thing: Rare is a European mm-hmm. developer, and in the context of European microcomputer game design, no. And the games they did on like ZX Spectrum and stuff like that, like Jetpack mm-hmm. and um. Oh, there's like a Raven Claw or something. They're all in the right. Replay I have the rare. Like I do have rare replay. It's yeah, it's some fun stuff. Uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies is actually a cool little mini game collection. I liked Conquers a lot. Um, I liked Perfect Dark, although Goldeneye's not I think, great. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, know. yeah, for me, I like. Battletoads is overrated. RC Pro Am, I had a yeah, fucking I like blast with. I like both it and its NES sequel. back in the yeah. day. Modern Rare, though, I think the only things I've really liked is Nuts and Bolts and uh, Nuts and Bolts was great. And yeah. Cameo. Cameo. Which I, I always yeah, understand why they power. never kept that series going. They should. I would love a modern cameo. Cameo was fun. Uh, Viva Pinata yes, was fun and Viva at the time. Pinata, I'm sorry. Definitely do. See, there's a there's, there's a, a lot to like about Rare's catalog, but um, so uh, then there was Battletoads and Double Dragon, and everybody was like, "Oh, you like Double Dragon, you like Brawlers? That's gonna that's gonna bridge the gap. That's gonna be the good one." They were half mm-hmm. right. So Battletoads and Double Dragon on Super NES is shit. Its hitbox is just not quite <laughs> correct, and it becomes a very frustrating game. On Genesis, though, the hitbox is tighter, and the the animations mm-hmm. are tighter. I actually enjoyed that game uh, more than the other games, but it's still not a great game. There were better games to play on the Genesis, including better Double Dragon games on the Genesis. But uh, so with all that in mind, I was like, okay, so now I've played all the Battletoads games. For the record, I'd only played the NES and the arcade up to this point. And I said, and everybody's fucking lying. These are not good games. <laughs> I told, I told so you then last here's week. the new one. Yep. I, I knew that, but I had to spend two hours, uh, more like three and a half, on a Saturday morning just mm. figuring it out. It was Labor Day weekend. Um, so then I got the new Battletoads game and started mm-hmm. playing that and played it with my brother-in-law. Uh, and we were playing co-op. They made every mistake you can imagine. This is not a good mm. game. So here's what I'll tell you. The animations, right, good. Yeah. the cutscenes are pretty solid and the writing's pretty solid, man. I have to say, they did a good job there. The The writing is good. It is. It's, it's a very amusing thing. But you won't know because you won't get that far. And here's why. It's a side-scrolling brawler, right? 
with no lives, trees. Oh. If you die, you go back to a checkpoint in the middle of the oh, level. There's no consequences there. Well, but if you die on the boss, you have to go back and rebeat half the level. And they're not that short. Mm. On top of that, the way it works is all three Battletoads are in the game, whether you're playing one player or two player. Okay. And you rotate them out like the Ninja Turtles game from the NES, the original one. Huh. So if Rash is down to like almost no health, you rotate him out for zits. <laughs> but then you get to a point where you get to the boss and everybody's got a sliver yeah. of health. Names are so dumb. Yeah. Then they did for the second level. Well, I mean, come on. They're I, not I, I Ninja just, Turtles. That's all they are. They're fucking, they're not even Kmart brand. They're fucking service merchandise. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, then they did a fucking, you know, the speeder bike level that yeah, everybody yeah, hates. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they did, did it. I, I thought, I did, I remember seeing that. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it's it's no fun. And then what's even worse is um, the co-op doesn't help it. The co-op makes everything harder. It's harder to find your guy. I think there's friendly hitting. Um, the speeder bike shit is almost impossible when somebody else is in front of you. Like when somebody else is trying to do it with right. you, like to keep straight who you are and the timing's so intense. Oh, it was, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> and then the controls are super complex. So like to eat a fly, you have to like hold right trigger, press left directional stick in one direction and then press Y all at the same time. And they're all like that. It's all three weird button combinations. Huh. It's 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 just overcomplicated. Then I got through the first two levels and I'm like, oh wait, there's like 10 levels. Like I'm like 90 minutes into what is like a seven hour game. No, <laughs> no, no, fuck this. Yeah. And my brother-in-law was really eager. Like I got to tell you, he was a good sport and we were having fun playing together. Right. I should point out that like all stupid decisions, I told him one of the stupidest decisions I made in my 20s was to go back and replay Battletoads games. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the stupidest decisions <laughs> in my 20s was to drink, regularly drink malt liquor. So I did both on uh, Friday when he came over and we played it. I played Battletoads, no, Saturday. I played Battletoads and drank a 40 ounce of mix malt liquor. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, <sighs> And it was uh, not only that, but, uh, and it took me forever. Man, 40s are way bigger than I used to remember them being. It took me like, like we finished playing the game and started watching a movie in the time that it took me to finish that. Like it was warm. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but, but yeah, I I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm having fun because you're cracking wise and we're having fun, stupid jokes. Exactly. I said, but you cracking wise and having stupid fun jokes without Battletoads might be just as Mm -hmm. fun. And he was like, I want to see the cutscenes, and I agree with him. And so I think this weekend I'm going to have him come back over and we're going to watch a super cut of the cutscenes because you know somebody put that on Mm -hmm. YouTube. But yeah, Battletoads, not not a good game. (laughs) Flushed, fucked it, fuck it, dumped. (laughs) Uh, this week's shitty game is going to be Shaq Fu. I got Shaq <laughs> that Fu the, the for remake free. Shaq Fu? I got Shaq Fu for free on the Xbox yeah. One. I remember playing Shaq Fu on Super NES when I was a kid, and it sucked. So I'm going to play all the old Shaq Fu's. I think there's one or two games on the 16-bit era, and then I'll play the new one, and I'll probably have a similar story next week. <laughs> yeah, probably. No 40s this time, and probably not with my brother-in-law, but yeah. So I'm going to give Shaq Fu a go. I was giving it for free on the Xbox One. So. <laughs> nice. 
give it a go. Uh, In a disc form, too. I got a case and everything. I got a disc. Special decisions being made over there. And then after that is Bubsy. Bubsy's next. Oh, boy. I do not have the Jaguar version of Bubsy. I looked it up. It's worth like 75 bucks. Somebody's got a a brand new one sealed for 50 bucks on eBay. And you know I've got like that extra money. Yeah. And I'm kind of tempted because I own a Jaguar. And those Jaguar consoles are worth like 400 bucks now. So I've got like a piece of history almost that's like rare. So it's like, why wouldn't I? Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Trees. I don't know if I can commit 50 bucks to Bubsy, which I've already been told sucks. Oh, yeah. So I've decided not to. Bubsy's terrible, man. Bubsy's terrible? They're all terrible. I'm not going to buy that Jaguar one. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, so. (laughs) What's going on over there? You're torturing yourself. (laughs) Eh, I'm just getting ready. I I fucking Xbox uh, won't let me play good games. Shutting them down. I see. can't play anything. I got to figure out what's going on over there. So, So, yeah, I got to wrap this stuff up soon, though, because I got to get done with Far Cry. And then um, uh, either right after that or shortly after that. Oh, I was thinking about playing the Mafia. Uh, Not the Mafia remaster. I know the remaster is coming out. But they just say they like really enhance mm-hmm. the graphics, but the plot's the same. I have the original Mafia on the Xbox. I guess the Steam version, they changed the soundtrack. And everybody says the soundtrack on the original is really good. So I have the Xbox disc version, original Xbox. And I was going to play that version. Um, and then I was going to move into horror stuff like Sunken City and, you know, get get with the mm-hmm. horror uh, going into October. October. So That's we'll right. see. But uh, yeah, huh? So, wow. so yeah. So that's where I'm at. But uh, I need to finish Far Cry this week, and then probably jump into Mafia. So nice. Yeah that that thing comes out at the end of the month, and I want to kind of beat it or give up on it one or one way or the other. Oh, and last but not least, I think I'm done with Jack and Daxter. I kept going back and trying to beat those last few areas, get yeah. those last few cores, yeah. beat the game. <laughs> And nah, it just got real frustrating and I just don't care. <laughs> like I just, I lost all desire to beat mm-hmm. that game. I like what a majority of that game is. I just lost all desire in the end. Yeah. I so, think I'm going to shelve that one. So, all right. Woo. Two and a half hours. It's late. You're probably exhausted. Oh, so I got to finish my we beer. I got to finish my second beer here. Oh. So oh. I'm going, yeah, I'm. I'm going for it. Going deep. So. So, Maybe all right. I'll do some eBay bidding. Hey. Always so smart, smart, man. Alcohol and late, tired nature. Yeah, it's always a smart time to get on eBay and get There's going. There's no other time to so. try to get a Space Channel number five. There you right? Go. <laughs> <laughs> your Dreamcast. I have, space, I have Space Channel number five, one and two on Steam, actually, not on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. But Anyways. I could use nefarious means to play it on Dreamcast if I really cared. Um, all right. Well, we will call it to a close. As always, contact GamingHistory101.com. Uh, I did do a uh, retro thing uh, solo this week, a uh, lecture on what video games really cost, what it costs to make a video mm-hmm. game. So uh, you can check that out. I use real world examples. So And it comes in at just over an hour. Ooh. So nice little quick one. But, uh, but yeah. So you can check those out, and uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, I guess until then, 
Happy game. Later. Hold it. Hold it. Won't you spare me over till another?